0: Ladies and gentlemen, you are entering the realm
1: of 5Tools
0: Good morning, good evening, good night, folks. This is your 5Tools Sports podcast host, Woody Massey. I'm here with Coach Mel Taylor, sitting there with his John Stockton background.
2: (laughs) Hello, sir. Hello. Yes, the great
0: John Stockton.
2: I was on some real crazy shit the other week, but I'm off that now. I'm off that now. So let's not talk about
0: it. Now we have a guest here today. It's Mister Daniel Hardy Jr., the missing Hardy boy from the WWE. When are we going to see you make your debut? You're going to replace Jeff. He just got tossed out the WWE.
3: See, I'm always looking for motivation to get in better shape. So you just gave it to me. That's there you go to make that debut.
0: I need to see some triple swantons from you. Stacked. Um, but Daniel Hardy Jr., Dan, you just so you know, Melvin made a ridiculous statement a couple weeks ago on the podcast where he's just he, you know, he gets these thoughts in his head and sometimes he says them out loud and he's like, Oh, okay. <laughs> Everyone in the room looks at him like, All right, man. John Stockton is not as good as a point guard as Russell Westbrook. All right, we whoa, all whoa, shamed him. Whoa whoa, for
2: that. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> whoa whoa whoa. Let's let's uh, now in the Thank context of what I was saying. That's the proper look. <laughs>
3: um I wait, go ahead, Melvin, the floor is yours.
2: <laughs> so in the context okay, so check it out, so in the context of what I was trying to say.
0: You've said context four mm. times. So in <laughs> that context. Oh, well,
2: the, me, so so it. so, how I look at best player? We, well, like I said, we're gonna look at my perspective later on. I'm gonna dive deep into that when we go into the top ten centers. And like I said again, I was very stupid for this thought. It was more I'm watching like some old John Stockton games,
0: some old Mel- clips, some Carl Carmelo. Melvin's a real like the biggest NBA. Consumer I really, am. I've ever really met. Am. He's yeah. just when, when there's not a regular NBA game on, he goes on YouTube yeah. and watches old NBA games.
2: Love it. I'm with you. Yeah, it's crazy. So I was watching some John Stockton. I'm like, he's amazing. Don't get it twisted. And like I told Woody after I corrected myself, I would love if John Stockton was with LeBron right now. It will just be Carl Malone. It would just be him and Carl Malone with a, a, a way better Carl Malone. But that's not what we have. We have this, this Russell Westbrook, this athletic, overhyped guard. And don't get it twisted. Like we can't forget what he accomplished. It was was amazing. Was spectacular.
0: This but that's not th- what you said a week ago. You said he was better than John Stockton. <laughs> <laughs> Athletic. <laughs> say you were wrong. I said I was wrong. You need to say in every episode of <laughs> you stop doing it. <laughs> I yeah, love this season, I've stopped defending Russ. I've stopped defending Russ this yeah, yeah, season. Yeah, I, I finally yeah. got off the bus. I was yeah, on, 15, what, 15 like 15 off. seasons? And also, House let me <laughs> tell you this.
2: When I'm wrong, I will admit that I'm wrong. Also, my my philosophy in life is, my philosophy, rather, I am never wrong. <laughs> 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 because once I'm proven, like, incorrect, I'll immediately change my perspective to the correct one. So I'm never wrong. So that's just how I, <laughs> that's that- that's how I
0: do things. That's is is pred- what I do. He's the predator of arguments. Yeah.
2: Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Absolutely. <laughs>
0: All right, Dan. So let's find out something about you for this pod before we go. So, Dan, uh, interesting things I know about you. Uh, you you were born or grew up in Alaska? I was
3: oh, born, wow. in Alaska. Born,
0: born and raised in Alaska. Born and
2: raised in Alaska. In Juneau. This. I got family in
3: Juneau. Do you oh, really? Oh, yeah, I do. Oh, That's yep. dope. Southeast Alaska, stand up. Crimson Bears, stand up.
0: I don't know that's, nothing about that. That's such an Alaska mascot, too. Boosters. Boosters. <laughs> <laughs>
3: hey, fun fact, Carlos Boozer went to Juno Douglas High School. He was a Crimson Bear. His Did team. he really?
0: Boozer yeah, was Booster. one of my favorite uh, power forwards, man. One of those last put the hard hat on and oh, go to work wow. under the floor. wow. Why? Because he – yo, listen. <laughs> as you can see, as you can see, I'm wearing Utah Jazz shorts. Oh,
3: I used is, to watch hold on. him,
0: Mehmet Okur. Don't get me started, I, son.
3: <laughs> do we all have a, a Utah story? Because here's the thing, I just want to touch on this real quick, quickly with about John Stockton. My ex-girlfriend lived in Salt Lake City, so I spent some time out there, right? Alright. I went to this Sunday brunch and I saw John Stockton. Oh, that's beautiful. And I was like, No, I bring from bro, when you're from Alaska, you don't have any like professional teams. So every single person has a different fan uh, like a different team, a different favorite player, every- all that. Oh, That's yeah. fun though. That's I, mean, I, grew- yeah. I grew up a huge Bulls fan like most peop most kids in the nineties. I don't know about y'all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: But Melvin the- likes to make it very important <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he wasn't a Bulls fan growing up. Absolutely not. I was different. But I-
3: <laughs> <laughs> he was, he was I dissected those those series as a 10 year old and 11 year old in 97 and 98 when they played the jazz john stockton is a dog he did not back down from the goat in my opinion MJ he didn't he He did not back down they
0: talk shit the whole time
3: talk shit the whole time he's the all-time is he the is he more all-time all-time yeah Yeah. come on i know all-time assists all-time steals
2: yeah
0: like now, to be boring. fair, he did like create and perfect the pick and roll initially. Mm-hmm. Like he was the Wright brothers of the pick and roll. But,
2: and again, not to get too nerdy with basketball, but like that's my whole point with the Michael Jordan era. Not, I'm not gonna go on my tangent. Sure. But but the Blames. whole but the fact, <laughs> but the fact of the matter is, like you just said, he perfected the pick and roll. But the pick and roll is also the most devastating and most important play in basketball it's unstoppable if you yeah, can run right. it correctly pick and Ooh. pop and within the pick and roll you've got a certain help defense and you get that's when you get the hockey assist and the skip passes so not to get all nerdy again but again you said john stockton is perfected i can guess who's always in the corner he's like the prototype hornasack was always in the corner just chilling waiting for him hey so it's, 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 could
3: hit some threes until uh mj and broke Russell. that yeah. ankle
2: Brian Russell, pushed br- yeah, he pushed people him, yeah.
0: forget Brian Russell after that uh, Jordan series. He yeah, got a he big old him. contract. He yeah, did, yeah, he did. He did get pushed. He did get he pushed. Got pushed. It and was got straight
3: up. Push. MJ broke it down in slow mo for y'all. He gave him the chicken wing. He was his whole <laughs> momentum. Think about it, Brian Russell. was six five about two twenty? You nah, get your big, momentum yeah. off off the off center. You gonna get. You gonna be on skates. He didn't even yeah. have to push him.
2: Um, now, now I'm a troll, but let's just get be clear. I have no problem with Jordan did. That's basketball. That was a great. That's move. basketball. That was a great, that was a great, move. Move. That was great move. It was, it was a great push,
0: move. but that's when you let the boys play. It's the last shot. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was a, a, a great
2: play. I yeah. love it. I joke and stuff. was a great play.
0: So, Dan, you played You played sports. Did yes. you what? How many teams were there? Did y'all play each other up there in Alaska? And how far did you have to travel for team play?
3: So, unlike Juno, I think Juno has about eighty to hundred thousand. I could be wrong. Fairbanks is the second biggest town slash city in Alaska. That's about a hundred and fifty, two hundred thousand. But Anchorage, Alaska, where I'm from, actually is just under four hundred thousand. So it's a relatively big city. And you'll have I think there's up to ten high schools. I think it was eight when I was in a in high school. And so you have a good amount of competition, uh, and it's very diverse. Anchorage, um, some of the high schools in Anchorage are top five most diverse in the in America. a lot of people really? don't like that different oh, wow. people groups so it was wild I grew up playing against Mario Chalmers in middle school Ayo, wow. the great the great guard, Miami heat the goat it's he the just to
0: he just signed a 10-day contract He's playing oh, he? again right oh, now.
3: Yeah. yeah, man. Out there. Let's go, Rio. Yeah, so, and he would kill us. He would kill us. He was doing the sham god in seventh grade. We're like, who is Like, oh, I was man. trying to do it. And he would do it with the left hand, pull it back right, pulling up. You see life.
2: somebody in seventh grade doing it. You already know. You already looking at him like, oh, I don't like playing. He's
0: going to leave. He's going to Mario was, Chalmers was nice. It was Kansas, right? The Kansas, yeah. absolutely. In the game, but it's Kansas. Not against so good in that championship we so re- Low-key, a really, really good defender. Oh, real good
3: defender. Because, yo, he's six, like, two, but his arm length Long like, as hell.
0: Yeah. He, yeah, got like, good he yeah. might be looking like a sloth when he walks. <laughs>
3: <laughs> For real. Yeah. Yeah. So, we had guys like that. We had Trajan Langdon, the Alaskan Assassin, also a Dookie.
0: That's right. Yes. I remember Langdon. He was the
3: first player from Alaska to get uh, drafted to the NBA. Really? Uh, oh, That's crazy. He I actually went, he won the three-point contest in uh, the, the McDonald's All-American game. So being from Alaska, I was always proud because we had that a in the 80s? That came out. That was in the mid, early mid-90s. Early mid-90s. Okay, okay, cool, yeah. cool, cool, cool. Back when we had the high-top fade, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a little different now. Woody, Woody holding oh, down. Yeah.
2: yeah, I'm thinning out too. I'm a yeah, dialogue. I, like I, got, I got to
0: talk
3: like this with my Put head up. up. But we, we go through the struggle, Melvin. So, you know, we got oh, an excuse. Yeah. You know y'all got to
0: put in work every day. I just <laughs> shake it like Air Bud walking out the shower. <laughs>
2: I'm not going to lie, man. I'm so jealous of your hair. I love your hair.
0: It's cool. Everyone is. Women, children. Yes, absolutely. God.
3: God. <laughs> Why? God. God jealous. And he gave it to you. But that's, it, so, yeah, I grew up playing basketball, mm. football, and soccer, believe it or not. So we play indoors in Alaska, obviously wintertime is like indoor
0: soccer is fun
3: man and you get your feet right i was looking at this documentary on ronaldo the one from brazil and he played in a futsal like indoor arenas and he was like cold he said because his footwork had to be so quick and you have to make quick decisions but that made me a really good all-around athlete once i ended up playing football junior of high school and then i was a multi-sport athlete didn't know, know what i wanted to do in college and then university of Idaho. A door open there to walk on, so I walked on there for football, and wow. that was the sport I decided to pursue. Put on like—is
0: there big high school football in Alaska? Like, do they can they? they I know a lot of smaller places have hard times fielding teams and stuff.
3: Oh, for sure. I mean, and it's
0: expensive. It, the insurance for a team is crazy.
3: Oh, you wow. have to start the season. The first game is August first, so when most of most uh, states start, uh, that's fall camp. Our fall camp's in July because it gets cold so quick. So, oh, that makes sense. So we actually have the full season, and there's some dogs up there, and that's the thing. It's just so hard to get recruited, so because we're so far away from everything. Yeah. So you had to back when you had to make your VHS tape. I
0: put yeah. together oh, a little VHS. I
3: still got mine. Still got that thing, <laughs> I right? Still got mine. You had to pause it and be like, okay.
0: Mel Mel played offensive tackle for Liberty University. For, for who? Liberty University. Oh, that's Liberty, where we Liberty, went to school. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Come on, bro? Shout out Malik Willis. He's going to be drafted in the second round.
2: Yeah, man. Shout Hopefully. out, man. Liberty awesome. got some folks.
0: Yeah. That, was, that Rashad, was a time. I went there. We went there when Rashad was the running back, and uh, yes, I got to interview is. him at the sidelines um, for radio. And stuff I was there. actually cool.
2: there. I was there with uh, Sam Khan.
0: Oh, got him. Got him. Yeah, Got him. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah, so we, we got a couple running backs. But yeah, continue. Continue. I'm sorry. Right. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, hey,
3: did did Gandy Golden go to Liberty? Who? Or uh, no. what's that boy's name? The receiver for the Redskins. The
0: big one that never plays. Uh, <laughs> no, he didn't. Oh, you're thinking we had a big wide receiver that set some conference records. His name was Chris Summers.
3: Oh, that's who will okay. was? Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Yeah, said. he played for the Bears for a minute. He was in their camp, and then uh, I'm not sure. Our best wide receiver ever, though, was Mike Brown. Mike Brown, he used small. He put up some crazy numbers. He ended up dating the hottest girl on the girls' basketball team. I think <laughs> they got married. Shout out Mike Brown. Good dude. And um, he uh, – they he, he's, he's a coach. He's the wide receivers coach for the Bengals now, which they are uh-huh. destroying. So That that's man's awesome. going to get a good job somewhere. Stupid.
3: Yeah. Stupid. And that's the thing. I grew up playing receiver, so I thought I was going to be that in college. But then they were like, hey, we need you to play tight end. So I put my hand in the dirt at 212 pounds is what I was at the time. I'm Dang. like, it's like you look at Hardy. He looked like a spider out there like with skinny legs in my stance. It was nuts. Really? But I ended up gaining 50 pounds, got up to 200. Or, man, what was I? Graduated senior year. I was 245. Bro, you must have mm. jacked
0: on your frame with 245.
3: Bro, when I got drafted, I was 250 and it That's was crazy. A big net. Got a big net. Oh, I was. <laughs> bro, I was looking like G.I. Joe. I was like, <laughs> I hate it, man. <laughs> it was it's hard. Which, it's hard on your body, though. You by the it, way. Oh
0: my I lord! Y'all I was, was
3: three thirty-five.
0: Y'all said GI Joe. Why? I've always thought. Why hasn't there ever been a rapper called GI Flow? Like that would be like the Ooh. tightest MC
3: name. ever. Don't time. do that. Yeah, better, damn, don't do that. Claim it now. Claim don't it now.
0: GI Flow breaking down walls, busting berry.
3: <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna sound like Pearl Jam when you when you he said GI <laughs> <G>. Flow. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I ain't mad at
0: it, though. Listen, if it was Pearl, uh, Day, it would be, G.I.F.R. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm mad
3: at that. Infuse the genres. Infuse the genres. White <laughs> <might> drink. Awesome. <laughs> we already got that.
0: Uh, all right. So you you ended up playing, walking on football. You're playing tight end. You go up 50 pounds. Were you you started all four years?
3: No, bro. I didn't play for two and a half years. But here's Dang. Here's how irrational my confidence is, uh-huh. kind of like Russell Westbrook That's when he beautiful. got uh, Kevin Durant on the team. You have to have that sometimes. Pass the ball, bro. Um, <laughs> when he got LeBron on the team, give up the rock, Westbrook.
0: Mario Chalmers, irrational confidence.
3: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You got to have him be from Alaska. I was like, hey, if they ain't going to let me play on this football field, even though I'm on the scout team killing our 1st team defense, I'm about to go out for the basketball team. Mm. When I tell you, <laughs> it's funny, I was in the gym for like seven, ten days straight just like working on my game because the um they had this tryout coming up and i was about to quit football and go out for the d1 basketball team and i was like i don't give a damn who it is i said it could be Mm -hmm. the starting point guard shooting guard whoever they put on me is about to get waxed Mm -hmm. and that was just my confidence because basketball was my first sport so low key Mm -hmm. i was like man i could at least win euro league like if i would have did that but as fate would have it i ended up sticking it out with football but yeah i didn't play for two and a half years though and then i finally earned a scholarship um,
0: Dang. Did, you, did they have one of those big ceremonies that we see now where they record them where they're like, alright, man, this man has been working for us for two years, putting in all the work, and now he gets what he earned, and it's full ride. I
3: love that they do that for those guys. <laughs> I what, do.
0: It, it must mean so much.
3: <laughs> My coach called me when I was at, uh, I think, Target and I in Hawaii on Christmas break, and he said, hey, bubba. It was Coach Rob Bakey, Hey, bubba. You want an early Christmas present? I was like, What's up, Coach? He said, uh, "We're gonna give you scholarship." Oh, hey, he <laughs> might as well put me on TV. I got on my hands and knees. It was like I was I, the oh, Holy Ghost hit me in front row. Yeah. I was like, "Thank you, Lord." I only have awesome.
0: half the student debt now.
3: Yeah, yes. only half the student debt. Wait, <laughs> never lie. By the way, that just got canceled. Hey. 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 So
2: yeah, God Did yours still- get canceled, Melvin? i don't know i think i make too much or something i don't know oh damn, <laughs>
3: damn i don't damn. know
2: I, I have to check on it that, actually that's really funny Freely because received- the pandemic you know the pandemic is like you know you ain't really thinking about it no but 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 it's funny he's talking about like his first love being basketball because that was me like i played yeah. i also i played uh football Melbourne's basketball
0: dmv slash baltimore oh, area yes. basketball I'm, thank you for saying the what? Baltimore area yeah
2: no but no i was saying that that uh I, football was my best sport. I didn't. I actually hate football. I don't like football at all. Right. Basketball is my favorite sport, but it wasn't my best sport. And I also did track and field. I got like two school records, but That's I think,
1: wild, but
2: I got, but I got a call. I think so. I broke my record. So
0: I have <laughs> like right. one record now. Yes, yeah, so this is Melvin Taylor. I'm checking in to see if my legacy is still alive at this <laughs> high school.
2: <laughs> now, nah, like they up, like they updated or whatever. Like they updated online and stuff. Like you know. So were you a big man
0: cool. that could shoot too? Bro, yes. bro, yeah. bro! Don't yeah. even let him say it for himself. His nickname, and I mean everyone called him this, that was his friend huh. Milky Mill because he hey. was so smooth from three. Hey, <laughs> Milky <laughs> Mill, Milky Mill, dude. Oh, Milky Mill, okay. No, no, Milky, bro. Milky. Oh, no, it was
2: it, Milky. It is Milky Mill? Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, Milky Mal, yeah. So that.
3: That's a you know. stupid way of saying it. did it
2: the Milky yeah. Way. He was... he was. Oh, and, and that's a funny story, too. I'll tell you another time. That's a funny story of Milky Way, because I was just going to get that tattoo. True story. Come on. <laughs> I was going to get that tattoo. You were
0: too fat to get a Milky Way tattoo. <laughs> no, that's why I was going to get it, because I was
3: too fat. Nougats <laughs> all, so so baby. Oh, yes. Yeah. Caramel. Absolutely.
0: So, so you played, you balled out, and then you got... You, You were... Undrafted rookie free agent, or were you drafted?
3: So it was wild, bro. My senior year, they were projecting me to go third or fourth round because halfway wild. through the season, I was leading the nation in receiving yards at the tight end position. It was crazy. Like That's crazy. Bro. I just exploded. Like I just had a hell of a year. They were throwing me the rock, and all playing all those sports from before really was starting to translate because even as I gained weight and explosiveness, I still had my agility, which soccer and basketball really helped.
0: And... The footwork in soccer is crazy. That's why oh. they were, and by the way, they
2: responded. I got recruited very high, and like the one of the thing that the one of the I got recruited was my basketball tapes. Come on. So that was really funny.
3: It translates. So yeah, all y'all exactly. young kids listening or old heads? Don't let like, a coach tell change. you
2: that you can only do one. Yeah, man. Do no, one. no, but shout out to uh, my coach, Coach Johnny Brooks, because that's the one, the main person who sent my tapes out to all the colleges. And said, oh, is, do you Come play on. multiple sports? So, yeah, you know, the agility really does help in football.
3: Oh, 1,000%. That's, that. That's the thing. The The ladder drills do them. Yep. The footwork translates. Especially for and, receivers. For receivers. But then I broke my arm in practice halfway through damn. the season. So I was. Dang. I kind of was like, damn, I'm not, I'm not even going to get invited to the combine. I got invited to the combine. But I didn't really get to work out because of that. But I still got drafted seventh round to the Tampa Bay Bucs. And it was crazy. We had the youngest team in the league at the time. I remember and, that team. Yeah, Josh Freeman Josh was out Freeman. there. But it was I thought Josh
0: out. Freeman was the truth about mm-hmm. two of his rookie cards.
3: You know what the worst thing happened, though, for Josh Freeman and other young cats that year was the lockout. Because we, uh, we basically had a sense. whole summer to to be disciplined as you can by yourself because you couldn't report to, to camp. Mm-hmm. You see what That's I mean? tough, man. It was so tough. And you in Tampa Bay, like, you live in that lifestyle. It's just and, wild. And I
2: think football is one of, the, one of the rare sports where coaching is so important and somebody actually being on top of you mm-hmm. and organizing your life. That's the only sport I've seen where, because, you know, my friend Tracy, Tracy, um, shout out my friend Tracy, he played basketball. And with him, he went to practice anytime he wanted to. He had to work out any time he wanted to. He had to go to the gym anytime he wanted to. He had to just write his own schedule in and right. self-manage. Football is the only sport I feel where you cannot self-manage. Someone has to manage you.
0: You get up, there's a coach at the weightlifting, there's a coach at everything.
2: And that's why Tom, that's why like Tom Brady, he's the GOAT.
0: Because he's like the only player
2: that's like, he, he self-manages himself
0: and his team. Like He's like amazing. Greatest um, story I ever heard about Brady, about how different he was. So it's at the Masters, the Golf Masters Championship. Brady's there, Eli's there, Peyton's there. Mm-hmm. So you're not allowed to wear shorts at the Masters golf club because you know golf, booty people. And uh, but they all sneak off to the gym or whatever. So Peyton gets there. He's this Peyton's telling the story. Eli's already in there, He's pumping weights hard, just you know with the with the special person strength, just hard, <laughs> just <laughs> hard Eli in the gym. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then Tom Peyton goes in there, starts working up a sweat. Tom comes in third. Tom doesn't pick up a weight the entire time he's there. He Mm. just does some, like, really intense stretching with Mm. yoga bands of the hips and stuff. And a little bit of, like, cardio plyometrics, like, using his own body strength against him. And he puts in, like, an hour. Very efficient, though. Like, quick moving. All stretching. Tom and Eli and Peyton are over here like, this guy's not going to (laughs) last. Like, just pumping iron, destroying their bodies. Tom's been ahead of it for years, man. He knew. He knew. It was just about staying loose and limber.
3: He rewrote the script. And honestly, 100%. post-football, and I'm sure you can attest to this too, Melvin, it's like that's the kind of training that you want to do. What MMA, those guys are doing stuff for even like – Even though you're you getting your head pounded in, the whole point is it's like you're a better all-around athlete and that you can last longer in the game when you work on things that will increase your durability, your dexterity, your flexibility, and things that train for longevity. When you see people in their 80s doing Tai Chi – Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, interesting It's fluid movements It's like breath control It's like balance And yeah. that's what I started to transition to I Because when I tore my knee we'll, we'll cut the NFL story short Going into my second year I tore my knee And mm. I was 263 pounds I was 180 pounds my senior year of high school I got up to 263 pounds
0: A lot of weight for and, me.
3: and I was like, how am I going to lose all this And I just changed the way I trained Now I'm 225 um. Was good? What's good? What's you good. Mm-hmm. Melvin, DMV. I'm AK. What's up?
0: You wanna bounce pennies off you my did? abs? Go. You got it. <laughs> you got it. You definitely uh, got it.
3: You you, you, you train MMA now, right? What's your thing? Well, I did. I'm doing a little bit of karate. I told you, I was telling uh, Melvin, I was telling Woody that I I did one uh, BJJ Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu class. I couldn't walk for a week. I loved it. It's a
0: full body. It's just like – It's because you're using this – you're going against the strength of another full-grown man. Like, that's just draining.
2: Well, it's funny because not to interrupt you because, you you know, I did Brazilian jiu-jitsu as well. And it's funny because I did it also at Liberty, and I did it my freshman and uh, sophomore, especially while doing football. It's actually really good for you to get – you actually used those techniques in football, especially as someone that Mm -hmm. was offensive line. But but I I think I transitioned also to defensive tackle. Yeah. Then Then I transitioned to, like, an outside backer. I kept losing weight, but not that I bore you with that, but like a a, a woman south of Lusterito, a Brazilian woman, 115, like 150, 120 pounds, beautiful, she's beautiful, just just did a weird arm takedown bar, as you know, you can just kind of lock somebody's arm, and she flipped, and she just, she jerked it a certain way, and I flipped over, I got a little flip over, and I just never really fought I, well, I know jiu-jitsu and things like that, no basic arm bars, but yeah, but yeah, there's no games. Bruh, I got knocked
0: no games. out. I got knocked out in like an official, unofficial match doing MMA. Like it was at like a uh, community center somewhere on mats. But like, mm-hmm. dude, dude, I was kicking dude's butt, but I caught a, uh, I was on top of him. I caught a heel to the jaw. Just from up top. And I just, it was like a slump, like a sack of potatoes. I just, I was done after that. I was like, oh, sh-. I didn't know where I was when I woke up. Like, it was it was scary, man. That, that, that's why that's, the boys are
3: so cold. It's like being yeah. able to have hands, feet, but be able to grapple and go to the mat. It's like having the all-around game. The reason I took, I kind of chose karate because my dad's a black belt in it. So I kind of felt like it was in my blood.
0: Like oh, you got to become like a champion of the family. Part of my birthright. <laughs> yeah.
3: so, and it's a little – it was a little bit easier on my body. And so I just – I like the kind of how it's – you need a ground game. Don't get me mm-hmm. wrong. It's like if somebody – that whole debate, if somebody takes me to the ground, it's going to be a wrap. So I don't know any jujitsu, and they could be a blue belt. Mm-hmm. In some, of the most,
0: some of the most individual – individually unique champions in the UFC have studied karate. Like Lyoto Machida's run. Mm. He's probably the most established – Mm -hmm. He was like a karate champion, like four times or whatever world world. Yeah. So his run, no one knew how to fight him because like he would just stand there and like come at me, (laughs) and it was all return stuff. It was crazy.
3: He's a monster. I want to. I want to go back and watch some of his stuff. He's
0: he's an incredible fighter. You should. That's great. But guys, Dan, obviously you've had a fun time listening to this story because like you've lived like four lifetimes already.
3: Wow! (laughs) I'm only (laughs) twenty (laughs) one.
0: but uh yeah so let's dive into some nba talk cuz that's why we're here even though you know we talked about the football we talked about we're going to talk about our hip hop homework at the end of the episode but let's dive into it we me and melvin we've been talking about these debates melvin is always he concentrates a lot on hierarchy of yes. like all time and both yes. both of us agree that the nba has never been more talented there's never been more infrastructure from youth sports we actually agree that it's almost made the nba a little bit mundane to a certain extent because all the players that are fun to watch are european or come from southern some other offbeat path to the nba because all these dudes in the states are going to the same aau coaches the same aau Mm. tournaments and everyone plays the exact same way so (laughs) like all the dudes that everyone likes are the ones that are just a little bit different that just shoot a little different, you know, have a little bit more personality. It's crazy. Except John Moran. John Moran is God. We'll talk about that later. Oh, um, but we're going to talk top 10 NBA centers today. And, Let's uh, go. All right. So I think we should start it off. We go at the top of the list, and oh. then we move down. We can go to the
2: top. Or I thought w- I w- I you want to start at the bottom.
0: You want to start at the bottom? All right. wanna
2: a- I want to be a bottom.
0: <laughs> what's, everybody's, what's everybody's number 10? Uh I'm going to go with my number 10 personally and that's David Robinson. I'm putting David Robinson out there. I think the Admiral belongs. Uh he played in an unfortunate era with the arguable goat, uh Michael Jordan and Hakeem Olajuwon, who we see we will definitely see later on in this list. But David Robinson put up crazy numbers. He had some of the best individual games. He had playoff success but never quite went over the hump. And then he got that championship late in his career, which I think so did definitely right add right to his legacy. All I'm right. So all right. Tell right. me why you're pissed off, Mel.
2: Yo, how the hell you got David Robinson, a guy who is third in, in a points in a, in a game, at 10th? Yep.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: At the 10th? That's, that's, well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to wait for mine. Mine's mine. but okay. And okay. yours is yours. But, like, what the hell, man? But please continue. But David Robinson, 71 points. In a game,
0: mm-hmm. at the 10th spot, you're I cannot. Hate, I cannot. You're gonna wait. hate even more what number nine is,
2: Dan. I cannot <laughs> wait to hear the next nine, cause God have mercy, With <laughs> Superman coming? Who you got a ten, Dan?
3: All right, y'all ready for this? Yeah. yeah. At number ten, I have Willis Reed. Oh, I like that one. Willis I like Reed. That one a lot. Yes, that's all right. All right, Melvin. Tell the last time, hold on. When's the last time the Knicks have been relevant? That's fast. That's a
2: good point. Willis Reed.
3: Willis Reed, yeah. That's a good Reed. argument. He got yeah. one of the greatest entrances of all time. What two buckets are more memorable than when he comes out on a leg and scared Wilt Chamberlain, who I know is on your top ten list. Mm-hmm. Oh, they yeah. said Wilt, oh, Wilt yeah. still was looking over shook because Willis Reed came into the MSG yeah, he was on jack, one leg. Yeah, one leg. Two shots of the game. I mean, not only just because stat-wise he might not be up there, but his heart, his determination, the fact yeah. that he won two NBA titles with the Knicks—I got him in there.
2: Oh, absolutely! My top twenty—a lot, lot of nostalgic reasons. But uh, yeah, my number ten was Joel Embiid.
1: Mm.
0: All right, it's a little early, but I mean he's dominant. So I mean, sense. I
2: mean, let's be real. Like I—I I mean, one—you've seen them play lately.
0: As long as he stays healthy, I think he could be higher on that list. To be, so that's why I'm not mad but, about
2: him. Um That's why he's this low. If he was actually healthy and actually was around, yes, he'd be higher than a lot of people that you name. But, yeah, Joel Embiid.
0: A little premature, but I'm all right nah, with
2: that.
1: Absolutely not.
0: Um, all right. So my number nine, there's an asterisk here because it doesn't <laughs> –
1: it's he's
0: technically not a center. But I'm going to put him here because I have an argument that, one – Oh, he, would If he played center, he would be actually maybe higher on this list, but I would need oh, to put him no. above my last player to prove a point. I have Tim Duncan as the number nine center of all time because he was better than David Robinson ever was at center, even though he was a power forward. So I just wanted to put I mean, that that's true.
2: exclamation That's point That's there. true. <laughs> I'm not disagreeing with you that Tim Duncan as a center is better than, than David Robinson as a center. Correct. I'm not disagreeing
0: with you on that. But it's actually Dwight Howard, and I know people are going to hate that.
2: Absolutely not. That's really hilarious.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, let's, let's be real. Dwight had a 10-year run that, even though he, yes. probably, he might be the most unlikable player. And here's the thing. When I say unlikable, I don't mean like like Isaiah Ryder like, or Latrell Sprewell, like rough on the edges, like I'll strangle my coach, like unlikable. I mean like annoyingly childish dumb humor selfish like just very emotionally <laughs> immature unlikable Exactly, yeah. dwight howard but he had a 10-year run where he would one of the most dominant defensive runs that we've ever seen by a big man like this man took a team to the finals that had rashard lewis and hito turgaloo as their top two players like wrap your mind around that that's like iverson george lynch and aaron mckee like, goes up there. Rashad Lewis made a couple All Star teams, but he was on the way down when they made the finals. Hito Turtle, he was on steroids. We found that out later <laughs> after he got that contract. So, but he, he really, like, he went up head to head with Kobe at peak, Kobe.
3: I was that's that's true. Michael Petrus was guarding, guarding Kobe, but he got destroyed. <laughs> Michael Petrus. Oh, my God. Remember, Mike? He, he got a big Poor contract Mike.
0: after that year, too.
2: The white <laughs> guy, a lot of people, money. He did.
0: Dwight made but a
2: lot again, of people rich. Uh, and let's also reiterate that none of us talked about our picks beforehand. We right. have to reiterate to our listeners. We, we, no, abs- we had no talking at all. But, yeah. By
3: the way, I want to put Dwight in my top ten. But is it, did I say number nine yet? Am, no, am I, no, no. Go ahead. Just quickly, he's already been mentioned. My number nine is Joel Embiid right nice. now. There you go. Right now. I
0: had him right outside the top ten. I feel like he's got to play a full season. For me to get yeah. in the top ten, White's <laughs> right outside
3: my top ten because just like, it, come on, now, he's the most start,
0: unlikable player.
3: If you, you started a franchise with Joel Embiid or Dwight Howard, who would you pick? And I, that's kind of how you got to look at it for me.
0: Well, let's—I'm gonna be real. Like, if we're talking about young Dwight Howard with a different coach,
3: yeah, I'll take Dwight Howard.
0: Dwight Howard is like the greatest center prospect to ever
3: come out. Oh yeah, uh, this is why this is fun.
0: Yeah, like, oh, yeah, I, and here's the, it kills me inside to say all these nice things about him. Like, he came to the Lakers, and he ruined a whole year of my life. That <laughs> team.
2: No, but but, but you're, so your number nine is Joel. Uh-huh. Yeah. We already talked about him. I want to say this, though. My 12 and 11, like, I want to say my honorable mentions that I, I want to put on. I, I'll be remiss if I didn't say it was Artis Gilmore, mm. Ben Wallace, and Bob right. McAdoo. Those right. three players are amazing. I really, I really wanted to put them in, but I really couldn't. My number nine was Dwight Howard. Okay. And I and again, he, and again, what he already said. I'm not even going to go into what he said. Everything. And he's pretty cool. Defensively was a was a menace. I think on this list, he's a top three defensive center on this list. Um, out of the top ten list. But if, again, if he would have worked on his offense more, easily could have been the top seven easy top seven top six
0: but moving on i don't hate that um why don't you kick us off with our number eight dan
3: man this was this was interesting because i got another nick and it's patrick ewing
0: that's my number eight so Ew. tell me why tell me why I, I i got a speech for you bubba just you <laughs> wait.
3: in awesome. an era i mean he had them he was old... iconic Iconic. He had the. Remember the big old ice packs he'd have on his knees. Mm-hmm. Those are about as iconic you, as. You can If
0: we're talking basketball Hall of Fame, they count the college story. Like he, Georgetown was like he made Georgetown. Oh, he's He's a relevant, top five you know. college player all time. One hundred percent. Maybe even lower. I'm he brought he brought magic back to the Garden. Like, oh yeah. The Garden had been dead right.
3: for right. years. And he played a long time. People don't realize yeah. this in an yeah. era when like people weren't always like had long careers. He had eleven All Stars. Look at that.
0: This man, that. man made John Starts an all-star. And- That's impressive. A grocery store worker. That's impressive.
3: Yeah, he brought a rough-and-tumble Knicks that had no offense. like None.
0: Oh,
2: yeah. Man, Anthony
0: Mason look yeah. like a good offensive player.
2: <laughs> no, Charles Smith was trash. I, and, again, trash. Not, to, not to, like, we're going to stay on point. I'll be remiss if I don't say it. Charles Barkley had a chance to go to the Knicks. If you remember when he chose the Suns,
3: wow! I didn't oh, even think I forgot about that. about that.
2: So I always talk about history. Imagine replacing Charles Smith with with Charles Barkley. <laughs> they had the wrong. Choice. How how exactly <laughs> how a different history would have been? <laughs>
3: yeah, exactly. Instead of Sir Charles, exactly. that have been
0: such a bully on the boards. Ewan and Barkley together, that crazy. It would
3: have got past the Bulls, I think. Oh, oh yeah, one hundred percent. Because big I, I was, man could
0: dominate that era. It wasn't even about I, I was, the perimeter.
3: Wait, did I just speak blasphemous against the goat? My bad, MJ. My bad.
0: I don't know if I don't know if MJ could have stood up to Ewing and Barkley. Barkley's one of the most slept-on athletes of all time. Like when we're talking about athletic freaks for his time, like this man played when he got drafted. He pretty much played two through four, and He's you didn't you didn't know which one he was playing.
2: And what no, you no. know this, Dan? You don't know this, but Charles Barkley is actually my favorite athlete of yeah. all time that's yeah, that's my that. guy charles, so
0: charles. people right. don't realize the reason charles is so infamous yes because of his broadcasting career he was just outside the era we just caught the end of yes. suns barkley yeah like if there if there were cameras around more relevant oh, yeah. and more around when he was on the sixers what he oh. was doing oh, it was God. it's some of the craziest <laughs> stats you've ever seen
3: his vert is insane i read this thing i used to read uh bios and uh, as a kid, and I remember seeing this thing about Charles Barkley. He said why he could jump so high. He started jumping over fences. He started training himself to jump over, like, like small things until he could yep. jump over these, like, chain link fences. That's crazy. And it, his vert was just stupid even at that weight. But last thing about Patrick Ewing, revolutionized the mid-range for a center.
2: That's true. That's, that's, true. Probably, the, that's probably the point Woody was going to make. So I'm glad you, that was a good segue for him. Him and him and Rick Smith in the nineties, yeah, yeah. just very, Rick, the- <laughs> Rick Smith was nice. I don't care nobody's. He's in my top twenty. Rick Smith is my top twenty. No, no, think about yeah, it. He's that's right around girl. twenty. No, he's like no. I'm not saying like fifteen. I'm saying twenty. You know? <laughs> it's <Fair enough. laughs> like still bold. I think we can find twenty. I thirty more realistic. More Absolutely. realistic, but I can argue twenty. Realistic is twenty five, but yeah, mm-hmm. I was being
0: over Okay, so this one. This one I'm gonna get a lot of shit for. I'm gonna oh, leave it I, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Go ahead with your eight. Go ahead with your eight. Did You just say your eight, yeah? Uh, I mine was Patrick Ewan.
2: Oh, that's right. Yours Patrick Ewan. My eight was uh, Nikola Jokic. Nikola Jokic, the Joker. Jokic. The Joker? Sorry, Joker. Yeah, he's
0: my. Oh eight. man, he. I. You know what? I shame myself for not putting him on this list. Oh. That's how disrespected Joker gets. Like people yeah. just don't even think about it. Still. His greatness. By the way, Joel has
2: a has an opportunity. You have to go back to Joel has opportunity to to usurp this. Does he? Yeah, he does. Because I think he's respecting our boy here. No, no, Joker's amazing. Why Joker's ahead of him? He won the MVP already. No, no, no. Joker's ahead of him right now. But I'm saying Embiid has a lot of. No, you're right. You got a
0: lot of faith in his feet and his legs. Nah, nah. (laughs) Nah. Joker's Joker's gonna Joker's gonna gonna go down a slot. Like, eventually, in, like, the next five, six years, he'll take – he'll go down a slot, and he's still going to be incredibly productive really? because of his ball skills. He's still going to average, like, 17, 12, and, like – I think eight.
2: his athleticism – well, <laughs> unless it gets worse. His athleticism could get worse. That'd that's be... what I'm
0: thinking. Okay. He's going to take a right, step right. down eventually in a
2: few years. He's only 26, he's though. he got, like, four or five more years yeah, left to pick for up sure. But good. he'll
0: be – I'm saying he'll be great – like, you remember the, this comes up with another guy that's coming up in my list soon. Bill Walton, after he injured his knees and he lost Ugh. a lot of his athleticism, he was a very important role player off the bench. He could pass, he could shoot, he could he made made a big difference for championship squads.
3: But probably got George Mike in number two. You know he gonna have no, all the white no, centers. No, no, no. no. We we've this had have had
0: a couple George Mike and I've had a couple <laughs> George Mike and my like, head is blown, yo. Let's go ahead, just <laughs> say it. Bill Walton seven, is disrespected. Know? Okay, my yeah, oh, hey, shit. Oh, y'all are gonna oh. hate this. Are you ready, y'all? Oh, Going to hate this, please, please. Because he had one of the most iconic victories of all time against the most vaunted team of all time, the Dream Team. Arvidas Sabonis,
2: number seven. <laughs> okay, I love it. I love it,
0: bro. Arvidas no, no, Sabonis. It. He took on. He took on the team of Titans. He oh was. He was God. the Titans Gosh. versus the gods. Yo, this no, man no. took a gold medal. At the prime of his career, and then waited to the end of his career to come over and put up numbers for the Blazers. I like
2: it. Bad. He was pick, the only like dude
0: it. who could body Shaq <laughs> at a, at an old age. He was the only center <laughs> that could put a body on him.
2: Like if we're doing a whole career, like his foreign yeah, career what, too.
0: I'm counting the foreign career as well.
2: But it's the NBA list. Mm,
0: it's it's a top time all time
3: center list. All
2: right, go ahead. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. But I like it though. I like it. <laughs>
3: Wow, I'm speechless. Arvita Sabonis. Now I will say he's very skilled, but yeah, in the context of like the NBA, I don't he feel like down, the,
0: the, he took dream, down the dream team, dog.
3: What you mean he, took down? He never got. What you mean took down the dream team?
0: He took 88, down the 88, yeah, the '88. Yeah.
3: 88 oh, he won the '88. That was that's the,
0: the only team that's ever beat the U.S.
3: That wasn't the dream team, bro. Yeah, no, it was the same. Uh, it was what you mean, the, the same guys. guys. It was like 92? the same guys. What are you talking about, bro? The NBA, the uh, professional players didn't get to play until '92.
0: Oh, was that the first year? Yeah, oh, they was, the college. College. oh, they had the college. Oh, Woody, I thought you were a, joking? They had the yeah. they had no, the college dude. Right yeah, yeah. Oh, oh
2: no, ass. no, he's joking. Yeah. He's
0: okay, so cool he's home. the guy. He's the guy that fact checked him. Thank, thank you, thank you for fact checking me. This is what we need. This is what we need. I thought he was, he was joking, but still, no, no, no,
2: no, not no. Let, let, let me support my boy Wood. I will say that Don't any American me. team let,
3: me out on this is island. a
2: dream team.
3: Hell no, nah, bro, y'all are crazy.
2: And I think it's Kane and Jess Smith on that team too.
3: The dream team name wasn't even given as a moniker until '92 because they never seen like that.
2: Everybody listening, we're just joking. No,
0: Woody was, <laughs> was wrong. I was very wrong. He was wrong. But <laughs> let me tell you, he still beat the US. So me. I'm gonna First, I'm gonna leave my guy up there on that list. Yeah, and, I don't he put, like it and he put a child in the NBA, which actually
3: <laughs> like a... Hey facts, facts. Facts. So hey, my number seven is Nikolai Jokic. Now I love this man so much. He was rocking it in in our fantasy league that Woody had the uh he joined me this year and I I'm so grateful for his basketball expertise, which I didn't realize. But it's I'm fun. about to leave that league yeah. anyway. It's the only yeah. reason I traded Jokic.
0: Worst fantasy commissioner I've ever,
3: oh ever God, experienced.
0: It's crazy. He'd be making what? janky ass trades. He ain't talking
3: about me. He's talking about the person who
0: No, nah, the dude who runs his yeah. league. is wild. <sighs> verbally abusive.
3: Bro, I screen it's one of them leagues where you gotta screenshot what the dude said and send you it do. to your, your co owners to be like
0: Mm-hmm. Look I didn't believe it. I didn't believe it until I saw the screenshots. I was I like, what? I don't
3: feel alone anymore. I <laughs> feel so seen and known. But Jokic, just quickly, is I think he's still ascending. What you said about his athleticism, his game isn't predicated on that. He yeah. came in looking like like bubblegum shrimp. He mm-hmm. came in looking like. Uh, big country he came in looking like
0: he did look uh, like, bryant reeves, <laughs> like bryant like, reeves like bryant reeves met greg <laughs>
3: <Exactly>. <laughs> he started to get in shape he's starting to train no, I, that wasn't better than his mvp season
0: i wasn't putting him down i wasn't putting him down when i said his but eventually he's no, gonna lose a step oh, i was saying thought. i was defending him that he's so skilled that even when he loses a step He's going to be a massive contributor to a good team.
3: Exactly. Like, because his game is kind of like a – who's was old point guard? Like Chauncey Billups I felt like actually got better because his game wasn't necessarily dependent on athleticism. He could shoot. Or even
0: Sean Livingston, perfect example of like someone who like had all the potential in the world. She was an elite prospect, blew out his knee, and then made a difference in his old age even in his limited athleticism. Paul yeah, Pierce. Yeah, period
2: of his length, man. Oh, Paul, Paul Pierce, Pierce. Perfect
0: example. The old Sam man. Cassell.
2: But there he was go. sneaky athletic, though. You know those he sneaky was. athletic people. He was sneaky
0: athletic. He yeah. was.
3: He was. He six seven. He could. He could barely. Fat get over Kobe. He's fat Try Kobe. Kobe. He was yeah. Fat Kobe, man. <laughs> awesome.
0: All right. So you got Jokic. All right. I'm. I'm oh. denied. I'm denied. Y'all are going to the next pick. I'm going to get it too. So. Oh. <laughs> All
2: right. So so <laughs> y'all, my y'all so my seven one last thing on on Joker. We talked about this last week. I I always thought Joker is is Bird. If Magic had a baby. Yes. That's how I always looked at Joker. I, I think Joker is so underrated. I think he can climb on this list. My number seven. Oh, and by the way, my next two picks, this one included, this one included, rather, um, is actually. Gr- context.
0: context. No, no, no.
2: Because I, 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 I really put a lot of thought in this. My next two picks are the only picks on this list where I actually included their impact on the game in its totality. So my number seven pick was Bill Russell. All
1: right. And
2: what can be it's mad like disrespectful, you got him that low. <laughs> First of all, he I'm surprised I have him that high.
0: And that's all due <laughs> respect. We Now, we, we have this rule. So we've talked about this before on the podcast. Where okay, I, the way ahead. I yes. describe Bill Russell yes. is like yes. dropping a 12-year-old into a playpen full of babies. Like there was no yes. one on his level of athleticism. Would he say that one more time really Dropping slow. a 12-year-old into a playpen full of babies. Like there's no <laughs> one who can stand in front of that dude. He's an Olympic sprinter that was a great basketball player on the court with all white dudes. that were like Great high jumper on the as well. Like the dude, it was just it was on next level. But those are the guys that are exceptions to the rule. Like that's the reason Wilt's higher, even though in the same era. But the reason why I always put Bill Russell over Wilt, and that's the main reason why I don't understand why it's so early on your list, is because he dominated. Mm. Like Wilt, Wilt had two championships. Mm. Bill had so, eleven.
2: I actually watched the '69 game with the Warriors versus Boston. Uh huh. And the team, and no, 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 again, this is when Wilt was—I think he's young Wilt. Because remember, Wilt's younger than Bill Russell. So when yes. Bill was well, when Bill was doing, and his Bill thing, still
0: gave him the business. Well, no, Bill was a grown
2: man. Bill was in his prime. Well, you, you know how it is when you win that twenty-seven to thirty-one year old—you Superman. Like that's where that's where Bill was. Bill was like in that range doing Bill his was thing.
0: Mean too, like,
2: and but dude. also he took that sorry Warriors team, you know, for, that Wilt Chamberlain. I'm not trying to get. It, I'll save it. Go right. ahead. Okay. Yeah, I'll save that. That's right.
3: I got another I got another fact check. Bill Russell Go born nineteen thirty-four. Will Chamberlain born nineteen thirty-six. He wasn't that much older.
0: Boom! He was, he was three years older
3: though. Yeah.
0: So take my R V to Sabonis and suck it.
3: Shit on your whole theory, Melvin. I'm just saying I got Bill a little higher too, Yeah. He's gonna come later on.
2: We'll, we'll talk so, about that. But, so but again, but Bill had a nice, great team. He had the best players on his team. Like okay. he had Havacheck, he had Kuzi, he had others. Like he had so many great players on his team. So, and, and at that time, Will, this was Will. Yeah.
0: Um. So number six for me, I'm gonna get. Just feel free to pile it on here. I know, Bill Walton. Listen, I stand by Bill Walton with the man arguably the greatest basketball coach that has ever lived, John Wooden. He coached Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. He said Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is the best basketball player he's ever played with. And Bill Walton was second on that list.
3: You got George Mike in top three. I know you No,
0: did. I don't. I, I, I think George Mike was – he no, didn't the even way shoot this over 50%. Percent. The way this he listen. didn't even 50%. Listen, international basketball, that changed international basketball. That was the first time international <laughs> basketball was put on the map when Arvita Sabonis won that gold medal. Like that—that it that was a big deal. We would have no Dirk. We would have no Giannis. We would have no Page. We'd have no—like I could go on forever. All these international players. The reason why the NBA has reached out overseas is because of Vita Sabonis. So it's more of a legacy thing rather than statistical numbers.
3: I'd say Bill Walton's apex lines up with pretty good with other people's apex.
0: But it was are, short. Like,
3: greatest year. But, yeah, that's the thing. It just yeah. was so short.
0: I, I have a soft spot for players that can recreate themselves after adversity, though. The fact that he was such a big deal on those Boston championship yeah. teams, yeah. like, that means a lot to me, that you can humble yourself as an athlete. Because you said it yourself, irrational confidence took you, like, a really far away into sports for, when you lose that crutch, and from someone I blew out my knee it ruined like five years of my life because I, I couldn't get back out on the ball well, affect my psyche like I didn't feel strong enough I didn't feel like uh-huh. as, as confident in myself because I knew that I couldn't do certain things with my leg anymore to build yourself back up after those terrible knee injuries especially before modern medicine yep. and to still be a championship player I just have so much respect for that but back to like when he really did dominate though like Let's let's talk about Bill for a second here. This man, he had um he had two championships. So he won one as a dominant player in 1977, then as helping in 1986. He was the MVP in 77 and the finals MVP. Then he was the sixth man on that championship team.
2: And Oh, and by the way, you know what I have mean? said shit this whole time you're talking. This is bullshit. Put a pin in what he just said just now <laughs> no,
1: about ahead. him I'm
2: being – 19- done. No, done. No, no, no. No, I'm saving that for later because that's a big piece because you had said something. He's a, he was – no, say his achievements. I want you to list those things, please. Please do that. Please.
0: He was a two-time all-defensive selection, two-time all-NBA selection. Say the years, though.
2: Say the years, please.
0: I don't I don't have the years
2: written down. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
3: Go ahead. Please, please. <laughs> and
0: continue. he could pass the basketball, one of the first big men that was an elite passer of the basketball
3: Oh yeah, yeah. Nah, he could see the floor in a he could f- see the floor in a very unique way.
0: Yeah, and he was like the straight up first stoner the NBA ever had.
3: <laughs> Love it! <that, laughs> I do respect that out there in Portland. <laughs>
0: yeah, just bl- burning trees, lived- and cutting them down. <laughs> <laughs> Man, looked like a caveman. <laughs>
3: the, he had the headband in the in the floor. He kind of, if you had a headband, right, you should have wore a headband in honor of having Bill Walton rank six.
0: Oh, I, I wore a headband. When I was in high school, yeah. <laughs> you know I did. <laughs> All right, Mel. Who's your Who's your six? Or shit on my Bill, my Bill Walton, please. He's so mad I'm, right now. I'm I'm like really
2: pissed uh, off.
3: yo. I'm like uh, really. Look mad. at John Stockton. John Stockton is background hot at that. Point. I
2: I am heated right now. <laughs> Just from the perspective that don't get it twisted. Like I respect him at, at what he meant to the NBA. I respect him as a human being because. He has so he many... You shouldn't
0: respect him as a human being. He was a piece of shit. Like, Luke Walton <laughs> has come out and said, like, he was a terrible dad. He was abusive <laughs> to my mom. Like, I, was really <laughs> to <give> <laughs> I was really trying to give him something, Wood. I
3: was really trying to give him something. What do you got the background <laughs> yeah. story? No, because Luke Luke
0: has come out and, like, people have asked him and he's like, really? I barely talked to my dad. He just smoked uh, pot and ignored his family. I, I, I'm going to say <laughs> this
2: because I want to I speed this up. Not speed it up. But I want to get to the meats and potatoes of everything. But I will say this. He did a great job in the 70s. He had a good three to four years, similar to my number one pick, because I do honor prime, because I believe that the prime of what you are, that's the most important of what I will um, judge. Now, to Bill Walton, I can't believe I'm even talking about this dude. This is wild. Like, my (laughs) mind's so blown right now, because I was watching, like, the one championship game they played in, And I was watching him, like, getting – like, he was playing great. They said, oh, Bill Walton's amazing. And I was watching him jump off the ground, like, two feet. Like, two – that's, like, two inches. And, like, going over these, like, really small people, I'm just looking like – you can tell, like – and I'm going to get to my point later. Competitive – the competition is very important in my debates about anything, about who you go against, the talent of which you – achieve what you achieve and what you go against your adversity like the real measurement of your adversity who was on your team who's your coach those variables are important but i'm, I'm sleep i'm gonna leave it that
0: well the, it's funny you say that because i was gonna wait to reveal this but that's also why i've left bill russell and will chamberlain off my list thank you thank you what i'm proud of you wow I appreciate. That. It's not like it's not because they aren't like for their era for the beginning but how of basketball. Dare, what the?
2: Fuck? How dare me? How I dare know, you put? It's Bill. dare
0: Yeah. See, I know, I know, I know. I know.
2: Whole...
0: I know, I know. It's crazy. I know it's crazy. It's like, really listen, we had there. to create some content here, and here's the content. Like, yeah, yeah, they they are in the category of their own. They changed rules in there. Like Will Chamberlain, they had to, actually had to change the rules. Like Bill Russell, they actually like, oh yeah, like we should. Not have as many white people out on the court that are math teachers. <laughs> like literally
2: like, Bill Russell say, made
0: Boston unracist during the back. Yeah, I was
2: gonna say, I actually would your frame of thought is the reverse of mine. Okay. In general. But that's a okay. great thought pattern about like because because they had to change rules for you, you're saying that's their advantage. Yeah. That's what that's you're saying. So that's not fair. So the fact that we had to change the rule for you, what you did before, it's shouldn't not really the mod, count.
0: It's not the modern game that we know. Does that make sense? Like no, actually, different That's smart,
2: the smartest thing you said the last like 15 minutes.
0: Fair <laughs> enough. You know, <laughs> an
2: idiot ah, gets one
0: right every once in a while. I but now, like, well, don't get me wrong on the, on the on the all grand scheme of things, like without the BS context I just put into it, Bill Russell, yeah, yeah, and Bill yeah. Chamberlain, yeah, the top five, yeah. but they're just not on my list today. I got you. Um, But all right, so hit me with hit me with your six. One of y'all.
2: Oh, my six. My six was Wilt. Wilt, fair enough. Um, so I think right now you can see where I have those two at. I put them in the middle. I purposely did that because that's how I feel they should be remembered as. Because Wilt averaged fifty points a game, man. Yeah. Twenty-five
3: rebounds. Twenty-five rebounds.
2: Against who? Name one other person besides Bill Russell. Um, but he still did it.
0: He, <laughs> and, did. he and, did. He did. And, <laughs> and, and, I just asked. Then, I just asked you to name
2: one. Sure.
1: You, you,
2: as someone who played ball, probably at high high levels, know how hard it's even score thirty points or twenty five points in a one or a few games like a week or something. For him to average fifty four whole season, the energy he put out, the, the like that's insane. Like I have to respect that. To be honest, Dan had, did give me something to think about. I would probably flip those two. Just because of the impact of Bill Russell and the championships, and just the defensive prowess—I mean, if you watched Bill Russell in the past, his defensive prowess was amazing. Right. But what Wilt did, the records he has. Now I just read up on the hundred-point game. and It turns out that the teams actually, both teams actually coordinated, like they actually, you know, coordinated for him to get that. They stopped playing. I, towards I read the end that. Before. That's
0: a, that's a that's
2: a theory. I've read that, too. And some of the people that played in the game said it, though. So yeah. So that's pretty that's, – but either way, and not to mention, nobody saw it. It was kind of like one of those games you don't really know. But what well, we saw Kobe's 81, but let's not digress too much.
0: Yeah, so that's so, day, I mean, if we want to talk stat, like Kobe was on pace for 115 as a two guard that weighed 180 pounds. So it's like yes. not even comparable. How much more impressive Kobe's yes. game was than Wilt. Two thousand percent. That's yes. another story for another but day. We
2: we can stop with Wilt. Though. I think we talk about Wilt too much. But also, we'll say that Wilt is. We, and also, Dan, like with me, I, I always I break players down in tiers. Like I put, I have a Bill Russell kind – of, like I have Kevin Garnett in like a Bill Russell tier. Mm,
1: mm-hmm. You know what I'm
2: saying? I have a Wilt Chamberlain. Like sometimes type, of athleticism. Yeah, I have Shaq in the Wilt Chamberlain type of tier. So that's why I have to put Wilt Chamberlain in.
0: The difference uh, for, is Shaq. Yeah. Shaq it took like three titles back-to-back in the most dominant era. Let's not go too far right. ahead. Yeah, yeah, let's not go too far Who's your number six, Dan?
3: My number six, I got Moses Malone. Nice.
2: Woo!
3: I love it. I love it, y'all. Yo, yo,
2: so much respect for you right now, Dan. So much <laughs> love going to Dan. Dan, you made me Damn. happy. The last 15 minutes, I've been so pissed. You've been so happy.
0: I appreciate <laughs> it. Now, yo- Jokic, Jokic is my six. We already talked about him enough, but my nice. number five is Moses, okay. just to speed us along. Oh, so yeah, so we, can, we, can, we can go back and forth on Moses. My favorite part about Moses, I'm going to let you talk about him, but the one stat that sticks off, Nine different teams. This man was a Love it. lunt wow. hard hat lunch. I go to work next to I the rim. Go to
2: work. Playing AB the ABA too.
0: Three three MVPs. Most slept on MVP ever. We were sitting here talking right. about Shaq. We're sitting here talking about Kareem. Three MVPs. He's yeah, also, up there with people the, there. also
2: to speed things up, he was my fourth.
0: And I, I, and
2: I, and I, yeah. and yeah, he's my fourth. I my was actually t- go, and I, See, I have a good Now we're all getting why. together. Now we're all getting yeah. together. There I have go. a good reason
3: why, but go ahead. But keep you going wild. Circle the wagons. Way. Yeah. <laughs> one NBA title, one finals MVP, three MVPs, eight all NBA selections, 12 all stars, mm. two all defensive team selections. This dude is fifth in rebounds all time. He's ninth in scoring. People don't realize it. Moses Malone's yeah. top 10 scorer. Yeah. And when you, when you are a, See, it, I think it's easier as a guard or even a forward sometimes to bring style to the game, right? Yeah, like, my point for something else later on. Keep going. Moses Malone <laughs> would throw the rock at the backboard because he knew he was the biggest, strongest, most ferocious rhinoceros and go grab it. Now, people would be like, oh, that's stat pattern. No. Stop it.
0: Stop, stop it wins. when you know you're coming down with it that's not a stat padding right.
3: <laughs> But that's... then you see guys like Kobe do it. Kobe would do it. Vince mm-hmm. Carter would do it. Tracy McGrady would do it. They would you would throw the throw the ball off the backboard just to go get it and nobody could stop him. He averaged 17.6 rebounds a game in an era where everybody was beastie. The power yeah, I still forwards,
0: remember the Tracy McGrady. Era. I still right. remember Tracy McGrady bouncing the ball off the backboard to himself in the All-Star game. Right. Shit, I was like, "What?" <laughs> And
2: and Dan, I'm loving how – and I'm glad you're saying this now because that was the point I was going to bring up about how he used to throw it off the bat board to himself or like just throw it up to to get a quick rebound Uh just because he knew he can get – that was so intelligent. That's not – and people used to – you're right. People used to get upset about that. as as stat padding where, in fact, it was actually intelligent because what he was really trying to do was just – Okay, I can't make it off this angle, but I know if I get the ball off this rebound, it's I can make it for this. Himself.
0: Exactly.
3: Yeah. It's it's like, like, really we're
0: not, we're it, not talking about Ricky Davis here, trying to finish <laughs> off yes, yes. Yes. No Gosh. Ricky Davis. No yeah. Ricky Davis.
3: Oh, that's <laughs> hilarious and real.
0: So real.
2: God, I love that you brought him up.
0: All right. So man. who who's your sixth, Mel?
2: Oh, my sixth is Will. So we're in our oh, fifth. Oh, five. Sorry. Yeah, so yeah. my fifth, my fifth was actually David Robinson. David Robinson, my top five center. I don't hate it. I don't and, hate um, it. And you had him at 10. That really pissed me off because, you know, he had 71 points. He, he was, know, Bill he, Walton. It was literally just him on <laughs> the Spurs, man. It was just him in the Spurs. Avery
0: Johnson was soft
2: but fierce. It was just him <laughs> in the Spurs as he carried him through the 90s. Yo, You know, you and also And <laughs> also, just a, another segue about Michael Jordan. While Michael Jordan just had to face a Knicks and maybe a Cavs team every year, the West were beating each other up over there with, with the Rockets, with the, with the Spurs, with the, with the, uh, the Lakers, with the, with, you know, there's Utah Jazz, obviously, that's beating each other up. So Michael was always getting there because the East was always just way weaker. But to, to your, my biggest point, David Robinson, the leader, the Admiral, his athleticism was just amazing. His strength was amazing. Defensively was, was outstanding. Really took Tim Duncan under his wing. And really, I would even say, and again, we both agree with that Tim Duncan is a better center than.
0: um, Tim Duncan is one of the top five best NBA players of all time.
2: Yeah, he's in my top
0: five. Yeah, like it's that's just I've, I tell Melvin all the time when we're talking about all time rankings, like something like the top ten players of all time, they transcend position. Like, you, yeah, you, it doesn't. It doesn't. And, all,
2: and also, Dan, later on, like, again, if you keep listening to them, if, you, if we, all of you keep listening to us, me and Woody are gonna really dive into like top tens in general. Because my theory is like the top three of every top ten in the NBA will make a top fifteen. But let's not well, go down no. that road. Let's that's not go down cool. that road. That's what I'm saying. Like with David Robinson, my last point leadership, 71 points, you really see how he really groomed Popovich. Mm. Yeah, no, that's true. Like, he groomed Popovich to be a better coach and a better, you know, everything. If you really watch the games, like, how he really allowed Pop to coach, and then he translated that to Tim Duncan and so on and so forth. Sadly, Kawhi couldn't get on that, but that's what I'm
0: saying. One of my favorite things about Tim uh, David Robinson as well, most underrated nickname of all time, the Admiral. Like, come on, that that shit was Absolutely. tight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. All right. All right. Number four. Or wait, do we? Did you we have- do five yet? I did
2: five, so I- now four. Now you did five. I have right? okay, five.
0: Okay, go ahead. I have enough five. Yeah.
3: I have another five, and I would say because I don't have David Robinson on the list. He was just under at eleven and he almost made ten for, with Wes Unsel. I mean not Wes Unsell, what I'm talking about, uh Willis Reed. Willis Reed. But the only reason is because I don't know if he would have been a champion if he didn't have Tim Duncan.
0: It's true. But he, he did it in, in the
3: He did not But not in the Western Conference. MJ wasn't in the Western Conference.
0: Now he always Probably made
2: was. Now he always made like the like that's when the Spurs were always in the conference uh championship. Uh no they weren't. No that's they, right. they weren't. Like, that's no, that's but, but that's the biggest point. The West was so tough. Like, it was so hard. I've got like Super
3: Sonics, too. But, but, if you, exactly. The, the Sonics went to the, the chip and, and went, or the, the championship win in an era when you would have thought David Robinson would have got there. Win. He Should've was playing in right. the that's 80s before the 90s, too. That's and his prime was like late 80s, early 90s, right? Yeah. Actually, I would even say like 94. I think he had like the 70 point game and stuff like that, but. The point being is like I don't know if he could carry a franchise. And that's That's kind of where I was like that's the only reason. Now has Joel Embiid been in the finals? No. Has Nikolai Jokic been in the finals? No. But I look at their skill set and that they still have career to play. So I'm kinda I'm I'm kind of projected with them. But I
2: mean, let's not forget defense
3: matters. Defense ma hey. He's the top three defender all time. David Robinson was a beast. Number number six in blocks all time. That's yeah. A, yeah, that's a good stat. Uh, number five, who – so number five, my number five actually is <laughs> – this is funny – is Will Chamberlain.
0: Okay. Now,
3: now, you said something about who did he actually go up against. Oh, and please. And I was like, and I I was like dang, check. I don't know. I, I need to, to figure out Bill Russell, who I actually think is the NBA's defensive GOAT. Okay? Yeah, oh,
0: yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm.
3: 100%. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Nate Thurman. Not a lot of people know
0: he about was name very, that was at the end of Will's career though, Just right? Look at look so Kareem. A, no, the, I'm talking about
3: oh Kareem. Kareem, got, no, Kareem went to that. the championship in uh I think seventy seventy one or something yeah. like
2: that. but now nah, but now nah, now Will wasn't that old. Oh, he was not, that, that,
3: that's
0: wild.
2: He was like maybe seven years. Let's say six seven.
0: What were the cream? Right. What were the numbers from the cream wilt matchups? Were they? I, I have no idea. Good
3: That's probably. Common. I'm gonna look
0: them up real quick. Yeah, go but ahead. Bob going.
3: Lanier, Wes Unsell, Dave Cowens, Jerry Lucas, Bob Pettit, Walt mm. Bellamy, Elvin Hayes. Like there were some dudes that he he had to go up against. People now, it, it wasn't like he was going that whole twelve year old in a playpen analogy. Like I don't think it pertains with Wilt on the offensive end. Now the reason I, I don't have him elevated is because he wasn't. 12 years younger than Bill Russell, like Melvin tried to say. He was two years younger. That's like senior versus sophomore. And once you were a grown man, you were a grown man. That's like a 20 year old versus 18 year old, 24 versus 22. It didn't matter how, what age Wilt was, he kept losing to Bill Russell. Yeah. The dominant, he could not do nothing. And you know where the difference is? And this is why I think it separates MJ, LeBron debate. The biggest difference is the mentality. Bill Russell, MJ have. I will do anything it takes to to kill you on this court and to kill myself physically. I will expound every ounce of whatever I have inside of me to win this game. Bill Russell did that. Wilt Chamberlain didn't. And you know some I, I read this quote. You remember the sports centuries?
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was actually uh, – I
3: didn't read it. I think I heard it. They said Bill Russell used to say, if Wilt Chamberlain had my mentality, I wouldn't stand a chance against him.
0: I think I've heard that quote before, which is, why. and I was like, yeah, that changed it, it
3: for me, because Bill, because Will is seven one two eighty, could high jump. He said they could. He could run a ten six one hundred yard dash. I think he was yeah. jumping like. I don't
2: believe. Down. I don't believe that. But yes, yeah, they say
3: right. Yeah,
2: it's right. like it's like, it's like, it's like he like like Jesus, but yeah, right,
3: right. John Henry,
2: yeah, John Henry over
3: here, yeah. making the railroad by himself. But Will is a freak, like.
0: Will so, we'll also took down 10,000 ladies.
3: That, I thought it was 50.
0: <laughs> was it 50? That's <laughs> even more ridiculous.
3: <laughs> he was doing he was it real big. But the thing if you implant Wilt in today's game, I still think he, he could put up 30 and 15. Like, At his
0: feet? That's a bold statement.
3: Oh. Wilt's well, that's can- the thing. I he think might, they, He might be the greatest athlete that's ever played the center position. The game today. That, is, and,
0: and, um, and,
2: again, I'm, you kind of – and I'm so happy you said that because I actually agree with you. I don't think 30. I think he legit can put up 25 and 12 in a day's air. I still
0: heard sure, Bill if you, if you, Like,
2: like legit, if you drop him in here. Yeah, Bill, too. He will put up 25. No. Bill, Bill, Bill Russell was a Bill was defensively – he, be was an, he was a
0: better athlete than. I think teams. he
2: would. I think he would have been like Bill, Ben Wallace times a thousand. That's or what Draymond, Bill Russell, Green, or Draymond, Draymond Green. Or Draymond. Or a tall Draymond Green. You it, know it's what I'm it, saying? Draymond is still, now, it, like I yeah. said, I just saw. Like, i I'd be watching these games, and I look at how they shoot. Now again, it's hard to like really evaluate because sure. it's not fair. Because if they played now, what would happen? Honestly, we needed their foundation to build what we have now. So it's not—it's kind of like it's kind of messed up that I, I, I'm going so hard at them and said they suck so bad. But that's just what it is, you know. They just—they're just not that great. Okay. so I do athleticism. The- they're great, but like back to Bill Russell, great athleticism. Back to Wilt, to your Wilt point, he was like such a dominant force. And the fact of the matter, it's amazing that we're even talking about the fact that he can come here now. If we dropped him, he would maybe 25 at at the most 25, but he's going to average 20-some in 12. Easy. Easy. Just because of, of his build.
0: So I got the Wilt versus Kareem stats. They actually have like a whole site dedicated to it, which is and nice. Wilt, uh, yeah, and Wilt did his <laughs> thing.
2: I remember Wilt would do his thing. Actually,
0: Kareem did his stat- thing. The Kareem averaged, they played 17 games. Kareem averaged 31 and Wilt averaged 16. How so, was
2: start, no. How was starting in the beginning of the first game. The
0: first, the first, right. like first twenty five.
2: No, wait, let me I'm going off my memory now. Uh Wilt had twenty-five, Kareem had twenty-one.
0: Uh I can't see the very first one, but I read it was it was there's a split where Wilt did outscore him like the first five games. Right. But then and remember he's so much. That was, that was baby Kareem, though. It was baby Kareem fair. <laughs> this is Kareem's world and, and, on the shoulders. You know, now, don't get – I got to speak. Spo-
2: I mean, spoiler people. alert, Kareem's higher than Wilt for a reason. Oh, yeah. Kareem yeah, well,
0: <laughs> Kareem's the most underrated player of all time.
3: But but that's the thing. Kareem is 10 years younger, I think, or 11 years younger than Wilt. Yeah,
0: Absolutely. Exactly. So that's the
3: thing. Like, that, those numbers will be skewed in a head-to-head matchup yes, because you got him at yes. the tail end. This is true. You see, and Kareem's prime. So it's And, like, and Wilt was my a hard memory. party. My
2: memory, when they played in the beginning – Wilt was actually doing his thing. It's right. that you know Kareem had that sky hook. I mean you can't. Oof, yeah, but go ahead. But go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. go ahead, Wood. Go ahead,
0: Wood. Uh no, let's let's move. Let's, so number four, who we got right now. Uh my number four, this dude is uh who was I gonna say? I'm sorry, I'm looking for my list. There it is. Uh my number four, I have um not checked. Oh, my number four! I got the the dream. I mean, the dream. Like his resume is crazy. Like he didn't start playing back. I read the Dreams of bi- biography when I was a kid. I used to read mm. a bunch of sports biographies. This man, he grew up playing soccer, got a scholarship for volleyball, mm. and then like started playing basketball. And, like at nineteen, uh. and then became the best defender ever, arguably in the in modern era. And he's the Spoiler. only player. He's the only player to win a a lone championship in the modern era outside of Dirk. He won a championship with all role players around him. That 70, which one was it? The 1994 season.
3: Mm. Yeah, yeah. I got another stat for you. He's the only player to rank top 14 in four different major statistical categories. Points, rebounds, blocks, and steals.
2: I'm happy y'all. Spoiler. I'm so happy y'all saying all this. Keep
3: those
0: yes. stats up. Yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah. Me too. And so yeah. here's the craziest part about Hakeem as well. Hakeem started out great defender with just absolute stilts, could jump up on anyone, smack anything. But he was so dedicated to the game, such a student of the game, that people now all the youngest guys go to him for Train camps him. on fundamentals. He became the strongest fundamental center in the league during his career as well. So to be to actually teach yourself, that's why I've loved Kobe. It's why I love yep. those players that learn as their career goes on, getting better. It makes Matt – and LeBron's done the same thing.
3: He's still gonna help Dwight though.
0: Well, Dw- I work, Dwight, I don't know if Dwight wanted to be helped.
3: Yeah, I don't think he was working on I bet it. the
0: first time Dwight farted on him, he was just like, No, 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 I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what we do here. <laughs> <laughs> all right, go ahead, Mel. Just tell us tell us why you're angry. Um
2: well, no, I'm not going to tell you my spoiler, but no, I mean Hakeem, top five, whatever. I'm not going to, like I'm not going to do it to you. My so that was your three or four. That was my uh, four. four, four. All right, my four is Moses, and I think, mm-hmm. we, don't think we don't we don't we don't got to talk about Moses. I, my my biggest reason for Moses is because I felt as though if it wasn't for Moses, talent wouldn't have come to the NBA. Because people forget, oh, he, right? He started out in the ABA. Yeah. Just because again, that's my other point. Well, Spoiler. wasn't he the
3: first high school player? Absolutely. But then yep. he
2: got drafted to the ABA. Yes, you're right. You're two thousand percent right.
0: Lost out on a lot of money going there.
2: Lost out a lot of money. Um but again, it wasn't for him. He wouldn't he brought that talent to the NBA again. You remember ABA 1967, 1976. Mm-hmm. That point again is coming later. I'm saving that for later. But with Moses, you said, you said everything already. I think in the 80s, he was the best center of the 80s. I don't care what nobody said. He was the best center of the 80s.
3: And you can watch the tape. because No, be like, watch the tape. You know watch what I mean? Tape. Just watch the tape. Kareem
2: like nobody- would tell you that. I guarantee yeah. if you ask Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, he would tell you the best center of the 80s was Moses. I'm not even going to talk about it. People need to go watch the tape. The stuff Well, that Moses about- was the
0: only person who could put a body on Kareem in the 80s. Like Kareem, Kareem was a physical dude, but there were like two dudes that like just would absolutely body a Kareem. physical
2: monstrous force. As but yeah. still was gentle, like as as a feather. Like he's amazing. Like I, that's, that's not like honestly, I really wanted to argue into my top three. I really did, honestly, yeah. I really, really did, but I couldn't do it. But Moses Malone was amazing, and if it wasn't for him, there wouldn't be no talent in the NBA. So yeah, I love Moses. I'm just gonna stop there. But yeah, Moses is my number four.
3: Dan, who you got? I got Bill Russell. Okay. Probably. You got to put probably. him in there. I mean, it's been yeah. said, the championships, five MVPs, 12 All-Stars. Who was he playing against? I just told you who Wilt was playing against. Bill's only two years older than w- uh, Wilt. But the thing about uh, his mentality, him being 6'9". See, people don't realize how great of an athlete he was. I think you guys mentioned he was He's an athlete. Olympian. Uh, Olympian yeah um meddling yeahly meddling meddling. yeah, that's crazy, if we talk about a little bit about off the field, but what he meant to an entire african American people group in a incredibly segregated and racist in town in
0: Boston. Boston of all you know what I'm
3: saying like he was he was so huge in having a voice um you know in that era, and it so just playing in that kind of playing under that kind of scrutiny. Under that kind of pressure and performing, it's like what he did. It's like African Americans could look and be like, "Wait a second, you can be the greatest at something." And he was the he was the champion. He was the greatest. He was known as the person who, if he's in the finals, he's winning. He's coming through. He coached and the championship he team he
0: co- played that
3: on. That was wild. That's wild. Come on, bro. <laughs> then he co- and that just shows you how cerebral he yeah. was. He knew. Because, you know, they, they didn't even record uh, blocks when he played. But mm-hmm. so we actually don't know how many blocks he had. But some people yep. say he was so smart, he wouldn't block it and send it out of the stands. He would block it and keep it in bounds. To to, to, team
0: so team. he could sprint to himself too. I've literally – watched the tape you're talking about. Yeah. He had oh, yeah. instructional tape where he taught to block with the swooping right side to where your your knee your left knee is already set ready to go after the ball to move past the det- yeah. the offensive players. so literally it was all one swoop changed the way the NBA was played changed uh-huh. defense just icon
3: i know icon. you want y'all want to talk about a certain uh player who is playing center now for a certain team later but the fact that the game today in the NBA you see undersized centers it just mm-hmm. it actually makes the point that bill russell could have had an incredible impact in today's game at 6'9", still.
2: Yeah, so. he's transcended. I think Bill Russell, yeah. to, to be honest, it's going to sound blasphemous. He is slightly more tra- – and, again, they're both, I think, transcended. Bill,
0: Bill Russell was Michael Jordan before be,
2: Michael Jordan. Before I say what I'm about to say, I want to say both the players, I'm going to say they're both transcendent in their own ways, in my opinion. They're both transcendent players, not at the levels of the people that I think are higher than them. But they're I think – transcendent Well, but let's. let's, Well, we talk about transcendent. Transcendent is really people that are equal or greater than in every era. Can we agree with that? Yeah, yeah. So I would say, like, Magic Johnson would be equal. Yeah, yeah. well, maybe equal than less than in himself. So I say, who's your three, Melvin? (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Who was your four again? Who's my four? Mine was the dream. The dream. My third. So my next three, these top three are interchangeable, I guess, in a sense.
0: Yeah, no, I, I pretty much am there you, too. You,
2: you feel what I'm saying? Yeah. But but I'm very adamant about this three. So my third person, this is where the argument is going to begin, right here. The third one is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar.
0: Oh, he is my wow. number three. You're so disrespectful. Wow. Um. <laughs> so just tell us who you have in front of him first,
2: just to maybe make sure. Well, you already that. know. The, I'm not going to tell you the names. You already know the two.
0: And just say it, Shaq and who? Jack and Keen. Jack Jack and Keen. Jack and Kareem. Okay, now it's so – oh, my God. It's so disrespectful.
2: I I have the reasons written down, but I'm I'm,
0: going to let y'all cook. I like it when I first heard it, but then when I think about the legendary Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, because we talk about all these things about Bill Russell being, like, like, so important for African-Americans and, like, doing this in a time period. The thing that I feel like Kareem was – unapologetically himself the reason why kareem's legacy is tarnished is he had a bad relationship with the media because he didn't care how he looked to the media like he he stood up for politics he stood up for like how players were treated in game he fought for equality like actual personal rights like and if we're talking about being an icon like literally kareem was in a bruce lee movie Game like the circles makes... you have to run yeah. in. To I hear pee. a lot
2: of non One second. I'm just building
0: the legacy. I'm just gotcha. building the legacy. Gotcha. This Built man them. has scored more points than anyone else. He has the most iconic shot. Yeah. He had his own shot. His own shot. So the, there's the dream Stop. shake. And then there's the sky hook. There's two. And two of those players are in the top three. So that well, that we can match with. Hakeem. And Hakeem was very important. Now, Kareem was like a child, like an adult playing against children early on in his career because he was that athletic. More athletic than other people. Oh, yeah. Six championships, bro. Like, come on.
2: In in the the 80s, right? In the 80s, right, with Magic? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. You got five out there. Well, no, yeah, He he's still 1-1 in Milwaukee. The only one before Giannis. He did.
2: Oh, yeah. I'm going to get to my
0: point, but I'm going to let Ben Cook.
2: We, we, know All right. did, yo, something.
0: tell him something, bro. Tell him something I haven't said yet. Like, explain why this man's wrong.
3: Well, I don't know where Ben's at, but Dan has a um, thought on this. and uh, yeah, You called
0: to... him, <laughs> call him Ben, bro.
3: Because Ben Wallace, you know, Ben Wallace is... <laughs> <laughs> no, but I would just say this. I got, I'll say three, two, one. I got Hakeem Olajuwon, number uh-huh. three. I got Shaq, number two, and I got Kareem, number one.
0: Now, I got, I got Kareem and Shaq right there. So I like
3: Me, so, me and you got the same three. Okay. Yeah, me and you got the same three. Who are your three?
0: Uh, Hakeem, Shaq, and uh, Kareem.
3: Oh, so yeah, we all got the same three. Yeah, just,
0: we got the same three,
3: but or different orders.
0: Mm-hmm. And, yes. my,
2: and my three was Kareem. But and here's my and let me tell you my reasons, Fred. So yeah, okay, all right,
1: tell us.
2: Y'all tell can bad us. So one of the main one of the main reasons why it's this way is because now let's just get it out that that these three are the ghosts of the goats. I don't think yeah. no one comes close to these three. I think Shaquille O'Neal are those four years because again my. My ideology when it comes to like the best basketball players, it really is specifically really with the the best of what they are, not with the accomplishments, not with the, you know, the records, blah, blah. No. Who was the better player? Who was the person you would put on? Like if I would put Shaquille O'Neal on. Like drop Shaquille O'Neal like
0: in
3: on the Orlando Magic like, on the
0: Orlando Magic. that's <laughs> <laughs> funny.
3: Bring him back. <laughs> <laughs> Bring him back.
2: Drop him there. He's gonna make a big difference.
0: Shaquille O'Neal is the most unstoppable force. Yeah, ever to walk on yeah. the basketball. And again, he's my yep. number one.
3: And Yo, watch and I'll, and I'll
0: and I'll argue that later. Bro, have you got? Have y'all watched like some early Shaq games? Like all the yeah, way. Oh through? yeah,
3: I've had yeah. to go back. The
0: coast to coast dribbling was oh, insane. My gosh. And I don't think we dime. could ever oh, yeah. see a big man that could dribble like Shaq on a fast break. And that it's shit was scared. crazy. It's on a fast
2: break. Yeah. So yeah, Shaq is my number one, but let, but yeah. that's my number three. Kareem was great. However, the thing that hurt him for me and the biggest reason was 1967 and 1976. The ABA was there, and obviously all the better players was were in the ABA. I remember when artist Gilmore finally came to the NBA. He was looking like. He was cooking Kareem a lot of games. And he was much, I think, uh, again, you can fact check me, Dan, with the age. He may have been older. But, again, with Kareem, he played against inferior competition. Also, he never really won a championship by himself as him being the best player. Because even when he won in 71, he had Oscar Robertson. Let's be real. Oscar Robertson was doing a lot of dirty work. Granted, Lakeen, Oscar Robertson never
0: won without Kareem, though. Let's, let's
2: put that there. Yeah. yeah, and I can also say that Kareem never won that one without Oscar, but then he got Magic. But, again, but to my biggest point, he didn't play as a top talent. Uh, also, he's a little bit smaller than the first, like a little bit smaller. Also, the 1986 playoffs, this is my biggest reason, my last biggest reason, 1986 playoffs when they played uh, the Rockets, uh, Hakeem gave it. To the uh, the dream gave it to Kareem, like terribly. So we'll that was welcome to the NBA moment. Yeah, so he smacked smacked Kareem around, and I loved it. Um, so and I saw it defensively, and again, the Dream is the greatest defensive player of all time. I don't care. We can argue this later. Who, who's your greatest defender of all time? Who'd you say, Woody?
0: Um, I mean, if we're talking about just straight dominance. I think Kareem was the best defensive center of all time. The dream's the best, the, the greatest center of all time. You gotta argue. But if if we're talking about like a three, four year run not longevity Ben Wallace. There's no one better defender than Ben Wallace. Ben Wallace okay. is the only person who okay. okay. shot
2: shut Okay. Okay, don't, don't, and guess what? That's and use the reason why he's. He, he, I really want to make him my top ten because of that reason you just said. You know why you said that? He had to do I'm it for longer. It was that. too.
0: It was too short. It was, it was too short. short. But really he'll never get the respect he deserved. Like Ben right. Wallace, literally was the only person on, who could buy this show, and he was, was twice on this his podcast, size.
2: He gets the respect. Like I yeah. love Ben Wallace. He's amazing. But nah, uh Kareem was was shutting uh, the uh, the dream was shutting Kareem down constantly. So and again, Kareem's played against a figure competition. That's why he's third. And Hakeem, nice. great defender. Shaq, those four years, arguably the
0: greatest player to ever play the game. Dan, break us down your list to bring, bring us out of this of why you got him in that order.
3: Yeah, I, I put the dream there. Just he's He was one of my favorite centers to watch. I think he,
0: mm-hmm.
3: all around, if you look at, like I said, I think what I said, he was top 14. I mean, he is, yeah, he's top 14 in points, rebounds, yep. blocks, and steals. Yes. Like, that is crazy. And the only center to to do that. um, And so just his all-around game. um, He'll be he
2: the won. only center to do it. He'll be the only center to do it. Like, he's the only player to do something like that. That's crazy.
3: And I, I used to say, like, oh, yeah, he won the two that in between the Jordan three-peat. So if Jordan was there, you know, he wouldn't have did it. But it's like, hold on. Jordan came back in 95, and the Orlando Magic beat them. And then what happened to Orlando Magic? They got swept. <laughs> they said, yep. I remember Shaq, Shaq, who I got just at number two, right above Kareem, uh, just because of his dominance. I remember Shaq said, uh, Hakeem has four moves, but he has five counters to those four moves, so he really got Ooh. 20 moves. He said he got 20 moves. It's beautiful. He got four main moves. <laughs> That's the
2: smartest thing Shaq ever said. Right. I was like,
3: oh, how does Shaq do math like that? <laughs> But if you look at Kareem – if you look at Hakeem – excuse me, Hakeem Olajuwon's um, – if you YouTube all his stuff, You're you right. will see people took his shimmy. K- KG took his shimmy. Tim Duncan took his up and unders and, uh, and like how you would – he could spin left, spin right, go off the backboard. Uh, and his crossover, he was crossing people. People don't realize when he would triple threat and jab step, mm-hmm. Hakeem had a mean cross that he was did. so quick because of his footwork. Like he was, un- he was unguardable. Hey.
0: Crazy touch on the hoop, too. Like, Crazy he knew where touch. the bounce was going. Yo, you're,
2: you're, you're making my number two sound even better than I
0: could. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: know, right? I know. So, that's just why I love uh, Shaq.
0: Everyone sighs when we get to Shaq because it's the biggest waste of talent that we've ever seen, like, even more yes. so than Will.
3: I'll, I'll Shaq could have
0: been the greatest basketball player of all time.
3: That's He's a he top five greatest, player all time. That's he the a top greatest argument for Shaq, the fact that – his he could have been greater for a longer period of time based just purely yeah. on his lack of work ethic at times. Yeah. It it's Jack
0: ballooned up to three hundred and seventy pounds and right. was still like a top twelve most, most athletic player in the league.
2: Just right. chilling. And still going out on the weekends, living yeah. life and all of his businesses, all them the, baby mama. I'm joking. The, the perfect,
3: no, um, swear, the the perfect blend <laughs> the perfect blend of power and finesse. Yeah. Because people don't realize how Excellent. Remember his spin move, his spin oh. move on the baseline. Oh,
0: it was one of the best was ever. So,
3: so quick and explosive, and
0: Do like you a like
3: what, what pound Shaq
0: elevator. did to Dikembe Mutombo. Oh, like Dikembe Mutombo is one of the greatest defensive players at Absolutely. like just center's period. He'd be one no, he yeah. his top ten best defenders. And he ever. used to just trash All Dikembe top. like he trash. was nobody.
3: <laughs> if Shaq could have stayed in his ninety nine two thousand body. It just would have been a wrap. So, yeah. But that's when he put it all together. and That, that was, the, was, that was
2: the limit. He was at his limit then. Because mm-hmm. yeah. remember, he wasn't that big with Orlando. We would forget he was more like a little trimmer. But when he got to, oh, yeah. to the Lakers, all of a sudden he kind of blew up. And it was like at that moment, like stop If He, he would have stopped and said, you know what, <laughs> I'm just going to work out.
3: Put down that cheeseburger. Put it, yeah. down. Put
2: it down. Yeah. Like Zion
0: Williamson needs to really talk to Shaquille oh, O'Neal.
3: Zion if,
0: You know well, Moses. Bar- you know Moses Malone Charles Charles Bar- actually gave change Charles Barkley's career? Yeah, he Grace actually goes. sat Charles Barkley down and said, "Hey man, if you're going to do this on a night to night basis, like you need to lose 20 more pounds." Yeah. Like yeah. he's like, if you want to be great, you need to lose 20 more pounds. So that's you got to give credit to the ones that Charles Barkley
2: calls ones. Moses Malone his father. It's true. Yeah. That's and that's. A person that was your teammate had that big of an impact on you that you're calling
0: him daddy, that you're my father. That's awesome. That's crazy. Right. Yeah, that's pretty nuts. But here's a great transition. So we talked about great centers today, and the reason why I wanted to talk about great centers mm-hmm. is, one, we got Jokic, obviously, and Embiid right now. Who's Two the best center right centers. now? Jokic. He has an MVP.
2: Who the best center right now? Uh,
0: I'm Well, Giannis, if we're being real. Ooh, Touche. <laughs> Like, he's not a center, but he's a center, you know what I mean? Not too Yeah, But but continue. But uh, there's been a change in the guard here. My personal GOAT, which, you know, Dan's already frowning. He's smiling but frowning on the inside. (laughs) LeBron James, in 14 games, taking over as center for the Los Angeles Lakers. And I would like to point out, Anthony Davis is supposed to be a center, but he's too soft, so LeBron James has assumed (laughs) – the center position—that's not right, like, man.
2: And we'll talk more. We're going to dive in more into it, but that's not cool, man. That just pissed me off for real.
0: In fourteen games since serving one-game suspension for that wild, wild shoving match that he had, uh, thirty point seven points, nine point three rebounds, six and a half assists, one and a half steals, and one in one point four blocks a game.
2: What the hell, man?
0: He's nineteen season, man. He's looking like he can play another five years. as the best center in the NBA. Yo, this
2: is this is LeBron's Wizards life. This is LeBron's Wizards time. Let's compare Wizards time.
0: It's better than the Wizards time. Come
2: on. (laughs) No, that's
0: my. I still remember Jordan getting hung in the All Star game. That's my point. (laughs) Like,
2: like this is LeBron's Wizards time. Meaning, like this is like twilight of his career. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but
0: he can still win a championship though. That's that's thank you. That's what
2: I'm saying thank thank you well, that's what that's why that's what i'm trying to say man this dude jordan on his in his wizard's time like jordan's wizard's time we saw he was getting hung he was like let people people were like let, during that time if you remember people were just in awe of him only person that went out was kobe everybody was like oh you know whatever keep i'm
0: sorry continue that's you true know? but that that's yeah. i just i like we're not Is this something we see lebron go with for the rest of his career like, do we see him pushing? Because we knew there was going to come a time where he needed to stop being the primary ball handler. We knew that was coming.
2: Event got to work so much hard on it. But I guess now in this era, it's a different kind era. of hard. I don't think like yeah. being the center
0: is as rough as it was a few now. Years ago.
2: If he plays like the Joker and Embiid, he can't right. play center. Right. But yeah. everybody, but everybody else, yeah, because they're not giving the ball a lot, so he can actually rest a lot more and kind of play the midfield, which is what he's doing now. Now the worst part, that, as you saw. Like even last night, they're out rebounded by twenty eight. They're yeah. out rebounded by twenty. They still won, right. but they're out rebounded by twenty eight, and that's going to be an issue. And LeBron is not his as athletic as he was in his past, you know, past life. You know, to get those rebounds. And again, Dwight Howard needs a step up too, but he's uh, such Dwight's a liability. He's such took. a li- He looks like a liability though.
0: They should have kept JaVale McGee, and I can't yeah. believe I'm saying that out
2: loud. John McGee's no, having an
0: incredible I, yeah. year down in yeah.
2: Phoenix. Price. <laughs> yeah, yeah they, 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 again, the Lakers did a horrible job in the free agency, did a horrible job in the offseason. It's all, it's all Palenka's fault. I will, uh,
0: we can bring up DeMar DeRozan for the millionth time on this no, podcast. No, that's later. No, that's later. Well, we can talk well, about I it mean, now. nah, yeah, we might as well bring him now. Back to back, buzzer beaters. DeMar yeah. living his best life out there in Chicago. Could have had him for half the price. Tale of two teams, man. We could have had DeMar
2: in some of Kept y'all, him Y'all literally could have had Buddy Hill, DeRozan, Bonzo. and Caruso.
3: Don't remind me. Wow. <sighs> wow. And I'm, I'm saying, so...
2: y'all, as if I'm not a LeBron stand. And he's rocking
3: the yeah. shirt. He's rocking the so shirt. I'm still rocking the LA shirt. I'm out here. Respect, respect.
0: What, respect what do you that, think about LeBron transitioning to center? Like, do you, do, you, do you think it's sustainable or do you think he stays in the point forward position?
3: Offensively, it's sustainable. But it's a gimmick because, like yeah. Melvin said, if he's playing against Jokic, Joel Embiid.
0: Push comes to shove.
3: It, he' going to start wearing down, and that's the thing. Like, you can't guard yeah. them, dudes. It's a – the thing about it is they have to – but on the flip side, which makes it fun, on the offensive side, they got to guard him.
0: Makes it real fun. So well, they could go the, – they could do, like, death lineups like a, yeah. what Golden State
3: did but on a exactly. much higher level. Yeah. Exactly. So it's fun. I don't know if it's sustainable. I don't know if it's going to be – if it's going to translate to winning basketball, because like you said, he's been playing 13 games at that and,
0: and the, they're they splitting like,
2: 500.
1: Right.
3: So, so it's like, I but mean,
2: these last two games they won, you notice that LeBron is purposefully not giving the ball to the Westbrook, the Westbrook. It's true. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I've
3: seen plays. I that think, I think I we've played, crossed
0: over. Yeah, I
3: thought it was going to happen week two.
0: Yeah. Like he, oh, gonna give
3: him some, he was going to give him some, like, uh, and that shows thing. how much
0: he respects Westbrook because yeah. you've seen LeBron when Absolutely. he makes a decision of yeah. writing someone off on his team, like, oh, okay, I know I can't trust you anymore. Yeah. And he, the switch flip did. is switched. Russ is, Russ is coming to the realization, like, oh no. But Man. I love
3: LeBron, like, because the the, the the game's been revolutionized with these, like, big men that can do things on the outside. Yeah. And so when you see Le- LeBron in it, it's so fun because mm-hmm. you're yeah, like, so wait. Fun who is his power forward? And you're like, uh, I don't know. Who is, who's been the power forward right now?
0: It don't even um, matter. It is yeah. like really just like, they, They've been playing a lot of go- smaller lineups. They play like
3: forwards, small. forwards and guards with yeah. them. It's Horton, all guards. Horton
2: has before. Yeah. They refuse to start Carmelo. I think that's hilarious. Right. Like they right. refuse. <laughs> I think it's funny. Cause I think like, maybe you could start him and then maybe stagger him in Russ's minutes. That's what I think they should do. But however, because Russ ain't passing the mellow. If he knows Russ really don't be passing <laughs> the mellow like that. And when he does pass the mellow, it's like usually like a last resort kind of pass. Right. Which is usually Russ.
0: Speaking or, of Mello, yes, speaking I was of. watching I've been watching Sons of Anarchy when I had COVID. I just started watching for the first time since I watched it in college. Carmelo uh, was one of the extras. He was one of the gangsters in the black gang on Sons of Anarchy. So I'm, I'm watching, watching all of a sudden Mello comes in, he's like Sir, they brought in the package.
3: <laughs> I was like, hey, it's Carmelo. Mello out there trying to get that's, on. That's why so, he ain't getting no championships, yeah. Man. That,
0: that, that, was, about, was, that was about that was about the time of Fedora Mello. You remember Fedora Mello? Yeah, yeah man. You,
2: you was surprised. it with the Knicks then?
3: You yeah, the Knicks. that was when the probably
2: first got to the Knicks.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guess who at Power who started at Power Four for the Lakers last game against the T Wolves? Stanley, Stanley Johnson. Johnson. Yeah, Stanley <sighs> Johnson did. That tells you all you need to know great, need what to need historically to know. right now. Because he's definitely yes.
2: a, 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 a 3 or a
0: 2. Mm-hmm.
3: He's 6'6". Six, six. It's crazy. Definitely.
0: That. A That's wild. Crazy. All right. So to close this out before we turn in our hip-hop homework, I know this has been a long one. Dan, I thank you for sticking with us. We've just been having it's such a fun, good time man, that, having you on. And on, we, we definitely love to have you back on in the future. But uh ja Morant. Oh, here we go. Yo. I'm a, I, so there, there are games that stick out. Are iconic to me to where it's like a changing of the guard. Like this is where, like when Iverson crossed Jordan, mm. that began the Iverson era.
2: Mm. No, all I know you about to say too. I know exactly like, what I'm about to say.
0: When Ja took it to the Lakers the other night,
2: yeah,
0: John ja Moran is like a top five NBA player now. He's top three point guard, bro, bro. What he does for his team, we're talking about like value. Yeah. Tell me who's more. Tell me who's more.
3: Steph Curry.
0: Okay, that's one. Maybe even Chris Paul. No, he doesn't play enough minutes now. Jokic. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's two. Giannis. Three. LeBron. I mean, he he took it to LeBron though.
3: But what I'm digital. saying, what did LeBron LeBron still drop forty three and fourteen?
0: He did. But at the end of the day, Young and took the dough.
3: Or no, he dropped thirty-seven and thirteen and seven assists. My bad, that was the next game, yeah, which is my insane. Is, no, Jaw's insane. The, Melvin, you don't know this. I I had Jaw in my keeper league the last two years.
0: His fantasy basketball mm-hmm. team. We didn't keep him.
3: And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I'm, I love Jaw Morant so much, but I'm just gonna go ahead and keep Nikolai Jokic and Bam. I bio. Love Bam. And I, I love, love Bam. Bam. I love Bam. But I didn't keep Jaw. And it's broken my heart, and I haven't been able to watch his games this year as much.
0: I don't blame you. When I went
3: back, I went back and watched the game against LA.
0: I forgot.
3: I forgot who was guarding him though. Russell Westbrook was guarding.
0: him. Yeah, which which Russell, is no nobody was guarding him. And alert. I've
2: been coach. telling people for years that he is the worst guard superstar <laughs> in the league. He can't guard anybody, man. He's he terrible.
0: plays he plays an angry bad defense, which makes you think he's playing good defense because he's out there scowling and right. like running around. But his positioning is worse than anyone I've ever seen. And the league. and by the way,
2: I'll, I'll pick Kyrie
0: over um Ja. Oh, yeah, that's stupid. I've never said that that's stupid to you before, but that's just stupid. I would too. You're crazy. Where where has he won by himself? I'm just going by who's better. But where has he won by himself?
2: I mean, yes, Jaws succeeding, good for him. I think it's also a a tribute. It's a tribute because a team.
0: Again, then the statistics has to turn into wins.
2: And again, Dan, this is my biggest point. Like we have to really separate team from players. Because right. again, now again, you're right. Sometimes, And, and, and basketball, in particular, because Dan made this point earlier, the mental aspect of basketball is definitely a strong 10%, which is why Michael Jordan's amazing, which is why other players that have strong mental stamina, mental strength are amazing. And again, John Morant may be mentally stronger than Kyrie, but at some point, skill and talent got to matter. And this guy, Kyrie Irving, is better than John Morant at this time.
0: Not at not at getting wins. He's better at scoring one on one basketball. Sir.
3: John got show. Here's the thing, man. Kyrie Kyrie hit the shot.
0: Mm. Yeah, but he also the had LeBron the on that team. Level.
3: But look at Kyrie's stats. He was doing it with LeBron. He was the whole reason they came back from a three one. Like,
0: but look he what he did his... after LeBron. That's my thing.
3: He still put up numbers, but I'm saying to your point. To your point, he hasn't carried a franchise. He got to the playoffs.
0: But he's you killed say, franchises.
3: You can see John Morant. What I want to see it in the playoffs. John Morant is That's one true. of my favorite point guards right now. He's insane athletically. He started to bring that he's starting to bring the uh the he's always had the floater. The he's floater just, games have uh, make great.
0: He's 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 taken not too many three pointers just enough to make people respect him so they had right. to come out on the line. Like right. he's 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 growing so much as a young point guard. It's amazing. So
2: again, to be honest, and again, I, I may have been kind of maybe too much pushback on John Morant he's definitely a top five point guard right now but I'm definitely picking Chris Paul I'm definitely picking Trey Young and I'm definitely picking you're whoa whoa um, whoa, whoa,
0: whoa you're definitely. picking Trey Young you're picking Trey Young over John Morant definitely this year yeah and this year yeah like he had a crazy run last year but you understand that like, the free throws have like just absolutely taken away a point a chunk of Trey's game right have been you watched him this season yeah he's been balling but he's not getting dubs and i th- you much concentration on stats here and not dubs. <laughs> um,
2: that's, a good point. that's a good point. But again, let's get back to the team. He has a Dylan Brooks. He has a Darren Jackson. He has a he, The Hawks team.
0: are loaded. What are you talking about?
2: Come on, man. Bro, right, man. They, and they were sick. Wait, wait. Who's the Hawks' second
3: best player? Major uh, Collins.
0: Uh, I'd say Hunter.
3: Maybe Hunter, maybe that's that our point. That yeah. our point. The Hawks aren't as like great as you think they are. Yeah. and
2: Trey Young is the maestro doing his thing, passing the ball. I would take Trey. I'd still rather have John. And like, I would
3: have. I'd rather have Ja. I would just say the Hawks ain't like that. No, great. but Jha, Jha actually has good talent around him right now. I mean,
2: Jaw is catching uh, windmill alley oops.
0: Yeah, Ja, ja is game. Ja is so much Steve Francis in his game. Like it's it's it's, it's
2: no, he's, he's like a Steve Francis. But real talk, he brought he brought to what dagger Rose wish he was. That's <laughs> that's, that's that's what he, that's what's about wow. to happen. Yo yo, Ja Morant hey, nice, knock bro. on wood. Can we knock
3: on wood? Yeah, yeah. knock hey,
2: on wood. Ja plays <laughs> his no was crazy. <laughs> but his voter game's better. I think he passes better than Dag Rose too. So if anything, yeah. I think it maybe might be a Dag Rose part too. Don't get me wrong, John Morant's amazing. He has the. I still pick Trey over him though. That's, that's wild. wild.
3: That's good yeah. yeah. All right, That'll so be that's for that top top ten point guard later down the road. That's uh, it's uh, going to be a crazy battle
0: it. though in the next coming week. Oh, oh, yeah, oh yeah! Oh yeah! Like oh John Trey for that point guard position. Oh yeah! So oh fun. yeah! All right, so. That's the, that's how John Moran talk. Let's transition here to the end, uh, Dan. We're hitting the home stretch here. Thanks for sticking with us. We usually interview each guest, and we we are, we talk a lot about hip hop on this show. So Melvin has this little survey that his girl gave him once that we've been <laughs> we've been doing <laughs> nice. each guest. So go ahead and hit him with the questions.
2: Yeah, man, that's her input to the show. That's like her you know adage or whatever. So I have five questions for you. So about about hip hop. Or okay. your artist, matter of fact, not keep whatever your favorite artist is. So, who is your favorite hip hop artist of all time? Yeah, your personal. You don't think who's the best? Yeah. So that's coming later. But who's your favorite? Yeah. Easy,
3: Tupac Amaru Shakur.
2: Bass, love it. He's love it. No, I ain't going to say nothing else too. I think he's he's, he's Mount Rushmore. When we talk about bass, we talk about transcendent players, transcendent artists. I still listen to Seven Day There, I still listen to Machiavelli. Mm. Love Tupac. He is a legend. I ain't gonna I have nothing else to say. You got something to say, Woody? Nothing else to say.
0: No, I mean I agree 100 yeah. percent everything you yeah. said. Like keep Rush- your head up.
2: Yeah, Mount Rushmore. <laughs> what um, you got he's in Mount Rushmore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, no. Mount Rushmore. I went to church, hand to God. <laughs> All right. Your next, the next question is your guilty pleasure. Meaning someone that if you were to say we'll kind of give you like a Ugh. Like for me, I like my like my guilty oh, pleasure. Is Juice World. Like, I love Juice World. Juice World oh, is like, oh, yeah, 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 Juice World. love Juice World. My guilty now pleasure my is Gucci Mane. So. Yeah, Gucci Man. yeah. Oh, that's yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my guilty pleasure might be Lil Boozy. Oh, I okay. love it. Okay. Yeah, I love, love it. it. And that's in the spirit of, this, of, this, of, the, of the answer. Oh, the color purple. answer.
3: You gotta look that up, Woody. <laughs> nah,
0: no. Bruh, my favorite boozy, boozy Webby joint, I'm Too Smooth off Webby's album.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, oh, too
0: you, you can't do it like there this. You, you ain't Jewish like this. Down, you ain't foolish like this. I'm it down. D, A, D, A,
1: D. Yes. Uh,
0: bro, yeah, the boot yo. freestyle from Boozy's was one of my favorite freestyles I found on LimeWire back in the day. <laughs> yo.
1: Yo, <laughs> ghost
2: too hype.
0: He, ghost you you that, he that does, says yeah. some it's wild, ignorant stuff, wild like. stuff now.
2: Wild stuff. Oh, <laughs> And he's an icon right now. I got a
3: yeah. fan
2: about Louisiana, so yeah, he he <laughs> held it down. Heck yeah! Last three questions okay. are your opinion, but also factual opinion of who is one who is the most underrated artist. Like for me, I picked Lupe Fiasco as an under, like my most underrated artist of all time of hmm. like all time. Who will be your most underrated
3: artist of all time? Who
2: did not get enough respect? Enough respect. Enough respect. Not enough respect.
3: But do they get respect in hip-hop head circles? Are you saying they don't get respect at, the like— mainstream, other, The mainstream. The mainstream. Yeah, mainstream. Main yeah. Exactly. Then I would say Black Thought.
1: Mm, oh, I think that's the goat answer.
3: You. He's Dang. getting a lot of goat
2: answers, right? I'm very impressed. Bro, least amount of respect for the best lyrics. Yeah. Very
0: impressed right He's now. on every lyricist's top five. Every this, single I, like, one.
2: I am actually speechless. So I have, like, no rebuttals to nothing.
0: No, there's. No I, lo- I love. I can't even argue. He's with that. like, I really, I love every pick so far. I've listened as I've gotten older. I've listened to the Roots albums way yes, more. Yes, and every time they just like it's the most slept-on I, discography of yeah. amazing well said. music. It's because, amazing music. You know, Questlove was Westlove, like love. boys with Miles Davis. That's who he was like tutored well, by as a kid. And it it, it makes sense
3: because when you hear the production and like Thank Questlove God. on the drums and how they bring in, they infuse like. So much sound into their music, and then what you they the do—it's it. like
0: what magic. they do is the greatest jazz hip hop track fusion of all time. Never do what they do. What okay. they and do. not the transition
2: terribly, but I'll, I would also argue maybe Kendrick Lamar, but that's a whole yeah, argument with other argument. Another day, yeah, jazz, one hundred percent. Oh yeah,
0: that's another discussion for another, another time.
2: Another, another time. <laughs> okay, we know the, about Kendrick? Yeah. So we have the most overrated artist. This is the final Oof. one. No, no, you got
0: one more after that. Oh, we got one more after that.
3: All right. This is tough. The mm-hmm. most overrated artist. I you hate to it. You
0: gotta throw some shade, bro. Oh, and,
3: my, and mine was Eminem. Oh, no, man. You I, that's don't, don't get, don't get so it. Oh, but no, but no. Preserved.
2: So disrespectful, bro. That's not a. Um, oh, we don't have to get into that. This now. man out We're
0: here not. sucking up Juice World.
2: And he's yeah. telling me that Eminem, is <laughs> Eminem loves Juice nuts, World, bro. though. Eminem loves Juice World. I bet Juice he World. does. Greatness Eminem, is best, all, greatness. Eminem was on his last album talk, talking about how a, a tragedy it was to lose Juice World. But who was your most overrated? And by the way, he's still in my top twelve.
3: It's Eminem, Eminem top twelve. That's crazy, man. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, overrated, hey, man, eight Mile, bro.
3: <laughs> this is tough, Movie man. Overrated.
0: Eight miles overrated now. Overrated, the, yeah. One of the greatest scenes in cinematic history, the battle rap rapper, Ethan's himself.
3: Nah,
1: it's
2: all right. Crazy,
3: dude. Damn, I, I'm actually stumped right now because most of the people that are shit rappers, I'm like, you're just a shit rapper.
1: <laughs>
3: and I can't yeah, even like real, go there and be like, you're I, I'm like, you're appro- appropriately rated by me. Yeah. You, your shit. So I'm trying to think of a
0: you know, I, we had we had someone say Future. Mm, but he's a legend
3: in Atlanta. Don't <laughs> say that.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's I love to say it, but I don't <laughs> but agree to with To your point
3: in terms of like bars, right? Like you could put Future in there, you could yeah. put um NBA YoungBoy.
0: I was just thinking NBA YoungBoy dude. Yeah. I don't I even just, know who that is it's it bro he's, he's the biggest dudes. rapper in the world he's, he's the got biggest. like no he's not the biggest he's not he's the probably like little okay. baby's bigger than nba young boy ah we get that's another argument Pin i in. think i think little baby's a little overrated honestly right Ooh. Yeah. i'd a rather good one. have like why that's, a good one, that's yeah. actually a good one but i
2: think little baby's one of the best ones out today but i said a, a lot about today but it, but yeah. no but is about
0: his overrated who do you say he said, uh, "Oh no, he can't. Dis- he's stuck. He he's stuck, yeah. right? He don't want to throw, throw no shade, there. and I understand. No, I understand. All right, All right. I future's future's a vibe, but if we're talking, shade, bar from it's bar, a vibe, bar, but
3: it's not a lyric,
0: one hundred percent. Like, and I could see Atlanta. where the school of hip hop you're coming through yeah. with Black Thought. Respect. I would, it, like. I get why you feel don't me? get the future. All right, but so we have some hip hop homework. Then, oh yeah, last question. Sorry, last question is
3: the bar. Go, okay." Is that what, what you said? That's your last nah, one? No, nah, last, <laughs> nah, oh, you, you
0: last you question.
2: You got a hot 15? I got a high 15. Hot nah, okay. 15? Nah, nah the 16. GOAT. Your GOAT. Who's the greatest rapper of all time? Mine's Wayne.
3: Wayne? Really? Yeah, I okay. mean, I get
2: it. I get uh, it. This is funny. No, you funny get it. You get it. But, I can, but again, the top five of all time great. is Tupac, probably.
3: It, it, it's always been Tupac because he was my favorite, but actually the one you made me think about it and when I heard the disrespect come out your mouth it's actually Eminem. Woo! Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I'm the bridge between the gaps, Melvin. I'm half white, Thank half you. black.
0: <laughs> I got none but spit facts. Bro, I've people. tried to I've tried to tell Melvin that Slim Shady LP, Marshall Mathers, <laughs> Eminem's oh, show, right. even Encore, no skippables. No oh, skippables.
3: Bah- the, the fun thing about Eminem is like, he's hard to... Even cool. yeah. Well, we, like, you know, like, Tupac, I could be like, I'm up early in the morning, breath sticking as I'm yawning, just another sunny day in California. I got my mind focused on some papers while I'm mental sex. The capers got to holler to them hoochie last night to try to rap us where the rap lyrics take us. Boss room all in Vegas. I'm a boss. Like, Pac is like so smooth that you could just flow with him. Mm-hmm. But like Eminem's
0: trying to rhyme orange with orange. Like.
3: Yeah, it's a rap beat, too. His skill in not, not on
0: Slim Shady L P he doesn't. You shut your mouth. No. But
3: he's no. so diverse. He's so versatile in what yeah. he can do. And he can make he can make stories out of lyrics that you're like. How is this how Bruh,
0: is he? Have you listened to guilty conscience? He wrote Dre's all. verse too.
3: He wrote Dre's so, verse it, too. He has so many of them that that do that. Like the now, I hear what you're saying about Wayne, because in terms of like like um Punchlines and bars and metaphors track. and similes. This dude is like Picasso. Like, he's just like, <laughs> like he puts abstract Picasso. stuff like, wow, wow, and he changed the game. I love Wayne. But Eminem, in terms of like the greatest lyricist, rapper, in terms of like. Uh, yo,
0: Lil Wayne's, Lil Wayne's goat is Eminem. And, yeah,
3: in, ter- in, in terms of what, mainstream hits. He said that to of, Eminem, right? Yeah. Yeah, he I, got,
2: know, I saw the episode. Uh, yeah course they're gonna say it they, they, and then eminem like this nah man i can't I, I can never follow wayne eminem like eminem i can never follow wayne i'm like they both just sucked each other's penises on on live <laughs> tele like it was crazy so i can't trust anything they say by the way eminem even though he's in my 11 12 range i can probably argue with my top top 10 amazing rapper classic marshall mathers classic slim shady classic encore classic was actually relapse relapse was a classic right. nobody talks about recovery right. was some shit everything else was eh. He raps off beat constantly.
0: Now he does.
2: His under- and, then, is. and then when you look, listen back to back at his old like albums, eh? Not not Marshall Mathers, not Slim Shady. Encore, however, listen back is a to classic it. too. Encore show is cool, but Encore, one people say, oh Encore's a great album. Go back and listen to it. Did not age that well. I feel like it aged well as a party album, but not as like a hip hop record. Sure. And he don't make sense. And like I said, he would be rapping off beat. and again. I, I hate saying this stuff, Dan. I have, really do, just because he is a legend, and because, especially to to this, the white culture and, and the impact he had, the way he was demolished. He, he did kill. We Chases. don't have culture, man. Oh, and by the way, I actually <laughs> you're, you're, another debate. I actually love <laughs> Matt Miller. My favorite oh, yeah. white rapper is actually Matt <sighs> Miller. Take. Yeah, he's that's he's a good. hot take.
0: He's not I better than worked. Eminem, but I love Eminem. No, no, no. Yeah, I, I
2: mean, worked, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to argue that. But I'm saying that as far as albums and making, like, music that you want to listen to and feel and has empathy and has actual, like, motivation and, like, real soul. I think Matt Miller is more soulful than Eminem. Eminem is just a lyrical... Manalical, but no, all the words he uses, Gene. He's amazing. I think Emin, Again, I think people will take what I'm saying. Like I'm dissing Eminem. No, Eminem's a great rapper. I listen. To, I love Kim. Kim's, you know, what? Kim's one of my favorite Stop psychotic people songs. You like that song? Love Kim. <laughs> that movie. psychotic song. <laughs> yeah. like killing, I thought. It was, and again, but I'm proving y'all point. I thought like how he, the image of his words. And me listening to a story, I'm like, I'm like, oh, I'm listening to a horror movie right now. I'm watching a Yeah, no, that's movies. what's cool about Matter it. Matter of fact, we go back to the basketball, and now we're going to tie it all again again. Basketball, is tears. about tears. I talked about like KG is a tier of Bill Russell. I feel like Joyner Lucas is a tier of Eminem. Like, he is a mm-hmm. a, a son of Eminem. I think Joyner Lucas does Eminem better than Eminem.
1: Yeah, Joyner does think- about that
2: no, you got to listen to John. You know, John is amazing. I think his concept... He's on, he's on. I think he's taking what Eminem wanted to do as far as conceptualism and as far as... Like, I dug that Not Racist
0: good. track. That was pretty bold at the time. That was cool. yeah. Loved it. Yeah. Loved it, right? Look at like, that dude.
2: Loved, had loved a good,
0: it. They had a good track together, too, off Eminem's other album. Yes,
2: albums. they did. Yeah. I and mean, that that song, by the way. I, right. I'm not proving my point right now. So, <laughs> so. <laughs> so let's close hey, it out. Hey, <laughs> hey, murk that song.
0: Let's close it out with some hip hop homework. So we assigned this a couple episodes ago. I know we're running long table. We're just having so much fun. And it's the first time we tried this list thing out. So we'll, we'll get it a little quicker next we'll get, time. Definitely get but it. let's talk about, um, Method Man and Red Man. So me, email. uh, I've, always been a huge method man fan i've listened to all yes. of his solo albums multiple times oh, i watch anything he's in and i've always enjoyed red man but i've never done like a deep dive into his discography so i listened to a bunch of red Man over the past couple weeks and he's i've seen them live twice here in la
1: mm. i'm
2: so jealous
0: i've also seen black star live twice here in la jealous. like when i tell you they are on the lyrical level mm. of black star Wow. Live rapping. Like they're that wow. good. It's not just a show of like two dudes from How High who were funny and like good showmen. No, no, no. These dudes are MC assassins. It's
1: like, like, the, like the
0: word, the word play live. Like you understand every single word they're saying standing out over the beat. Like they me. ride it. Like it's just the rhythm is there. No one rides a beat harder than Red Man. And this is what I said to Melvin earlier. Red Man is cocaine and Method Man is weed.
3: <laughs> red, man. Oh, that I man. That yeah. red oh,
0: man that was beautiful man that was beautiful red man it's
3: like I'll a punching punch. bag please oh bring well punching bag you, you this perfect segue so when you were asking me this question i uh, thought about it I, and i listened to a couple more songs i was like if there's four basic punches in boxing right you got the jab the cross the hook and the uppercut right mm-hmm. when i listened to method man flow it's like he throws jabs and hooks. Jabs,
2: yes, yes. Like he
3: setting you up. He's like ba ba ba, whoop and then smooth it with the hook. Mm. Right? Like Perfect. like like uh, Joe Frazier. But then you listen to Redman, like you said, the cocaine version. Yeah. He he hitting you with like he bobbing the cross across the jaw. He bobbing the uppercut. It's like every bar is like a cross or an uppercut where you're just like getting Hitting the, repeatedly, and you can't do nothing about it. It's the power strikes. Also awesome. yeah, surprising
2: like, haymakers, man, because that's mm.
3: that's that Starsky and Hutch, as they call them themselves, is like it's the flow. It's the flow between them. They're seamless, and they've been doing it for three decades.
0: And Bro. I went back and I, I
3: didn't even know they did the verses uh like yeah, eight yeah. months ago. And awesome. they did a live concert version to what you're saying, Woody. It wasn't
2: in the verses, yo. I watched right. that joint. It was like it was a straight like concert with
3: DJ was, Scratch.
2: A, oh my god. It was, like, I I was paid money it. for it.
3: I got in such a good mood. I was like, let me put on my jean jacket when I go to Best Buy. <laughs> Normally, I would put on the hoodie and the, the University of Idaho ripped sweatpants. Got and a hole in the groin, the and I don't even yeah. care. I just walk around like, what's good? I was like, let me get dressed. Let me, get, let me bob and weave. I want to saw my homie real quick. I was like, yo, these guys get me hyped, man. And they just have so much fun. and
0: So much fun. It's like, pro- it's like an old school pro- comedy routine while yeah. rapping. It's crazy. Like And they're both – it brings like – I think they capture the core of like a hip-hop duo or group or cypher even because they just constantly want to one-up each other. It's like, yo, I rap this. I'm going to kick it up here. I rap this. You're going to get the answer. You got to answer. They just keep tightening. It's so good.
3: Actually, my favorite rapper of all time, Tupac, on the um, All Eyes on Me soundtrack, I actually first heard Method Man or Red Man. That's and they combined when they did a cipher version yeah. with Tupac called "Got My Mind Made Up." Go listen to that track. I
0: heard it. No, got my mind made up. Well, no, that's. I, I was it. actually. That goes into my next point. It's one true. of the weirdest I things, things I've 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 found while this going is like one through my
2: favorite episodes right
0: now. That <laughs> one, one no, of the weirdest not. things I found while going through their discographies yeah. is they hopped on all the post. Po, how do you say it? Post posthumous post posthumous. Post-human. Yeah, posthumous albums. They hopped on Pox. They yes. hopped on both the biggies. biggies. Both the biggies. They yeah. literally, they were all about like, no, we want to go bar for bar with the goats. Like, yes. Looking at it during the time, no one really paid attention to it. But now when you're looking at it in hindsight, they're like, wow. oh, these dudes wanted to go at it with the goats before it was too late. They got on all the posthumous Which is albums. why like
2: Wu-Tang is the greatest hip hop conglomerate of all time. Yes.
0: Hands that's down. True.
2: And Redman is a cousin of Wu-Tang. I always put where Redman is like a,
0: Oh, it's well, he's just yeah. by association.
3: But yes. you know who lyrically can stick with them from two different. See, this is what how I break down my rappers because okay, it, I do West Coast, Central, East mm-hmm. Coast, and South. That's fair. We so, gotta
2: do that. with remember that West
3: yeah, Cal- West Coast dog pound with Daz and corrupt. Daz was amazing. Then then so yeah. slept on. So slept on because mm-hmm. then, then it's like Pac. You got Snoop. So it's like they can hang with anybody. Right, East Coast Wu-Tang, South, people don't know about the ghetto boys. Ghetto boys oh, classic. What? Yeah, of
0: course. RIP Bill Mill.
3: Yeah. Right? right?
2: Yeah, exactly. So, Scarface, Scarface was a was Scarface. Scarface the main. So Scarface member, yeah. well, Scarface is Scarface, so yeah. Right. Bro,
0: don't even We're talking about like the like Texas. Like people don't even talk about Bum B anymore. Like right. cuz wow. he's just reached like that old wow. like well, B's got one of the smoothest flows of all time.
1: Oh like, yeah.
2: That's why I like, like when we do another episode with it, it's like, that's a little pin for later. We really do. Cause he made a great point. We have to talk regions. Cause I think cause hip hop was right. so dominated by East coast and by New York that it still is dominated by East coast, even because of Atlanta too. Atlanta is now, the, is now the East coast is this hot scene. We'll save but, that next time. Yeah. You come on next Dan, time. We'll save no, no rap. doubt we're going to do regional yeah. rap. That's a great point, man. Because a lot of people, cause I'm from the East coast and I grew up. Obviously I'm a biggie guy, you know. I'm a Jay-Z guy. I'm a 50-cent guy. Those are my people. Yo, people
0: don't even want to talk about the West Coast Wu-Tang, though. Because, like, they only lasted for too long because they were all – not too long because they were all fucked up. But they were fun, man. People don't ever talk about the alcoholics. You remember the alcoholics? Oh, wow. (laughs) That's old (laughs) school, man. Yo, they were awesome. I love the alcoholics.
2: I love that you said that. Well, you're awesome.
0: (laughs) But, yeah, so at the end of the day, with Redman, MSN Man – we came to, on a beat, just straight drums, bass, and that cymbal. It's Redman oh, yeah. all day. No yeah, one yeah, is yeah. – literally, it's like a master boxer just yeah. tagging you up. You can't touch and, it. And,
2: and lyrically, I think he's better than Meth. No offense to Meth, But
0: Method Man catches a so vibe like no other rapper. His flow. Yeah. Bro, his, his flow, it, it's, it's universal. Mm-hmm. Like the best track by far out of all of them, he was able to vibe with Lauryn Hill, Things yeah. They Say. You yeah, remember that
2: song. track? Like great my joints song. are on
1: proactive; yeah.
2: they just don't bump. Like, even the Ma- <laughs> even the Ma- even the Mary J. joint. Yep, you all But 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 then I, I made it simpler for me. Like he he actually made great points for me. I made it like who for me the best album was who was what was a Tycho was a ty- or was it Muddy Waters? And for me, Tycho was a better album from Method Man.
1: Oh, so that's Cal why. Hal.
2: Cal, yeah, which yeah. I heard actually means take in considerations something like a stay i actually found that actually stands for something i never knew that look that yeah. up wood
0: later. uh one one quick story i have for method man yeah. and red man when i went and saw them in their concert like it's not an act with red man like red man's oh. like straight straight jersey hood like like that what you saw on cribs like still, what you get uh, after their concert after their concert he hops on the mic he goes hey yo hey yo i'm selling Songs that literally are only on my computer at home. Burn CDs, one of a kind. Twenty five dollars. Come pay for my vacation out here to L A. Drops the mic. Literally handing out burn CDs for twenty five bucks yeah. in cash from the
3: that's stage, insane. bro. I love that.
0: <laughs> Man amazing. amazing.
3: Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he gets live. Hey, that's I love that that like his personality as a rapper is like pretty much who he is as a person. You know. Yeah, and, that, and that's. Yeah, you really see that in, like, in hip-hop artists, too, which is fun. Yeah, you rarely see.
0: They're je- I feel like they're one of the most genuine hip-hop personalities ever. Absolutely. And Matthew Man's turned into, like, a good actor. He's yeah. always a good actor to me. Yeah. I Always thought he was a good actor. For, He's for out there like in power me. being a lawyer now. First of all, let's talk
2: about how Wu-Tang are just geniuses. Nobody even talks about, like, their actual, like, RZA him. Have I've
0: you seen, seen the like, documentary? Man. or Not the documentary. Oh, uh, the, show, the, the show. The show, yeah. I've, amazing. I've seen the first three episodes recently, and I'm, I'm into it. I'm going to finish yeah. it. It's pretty dope. That's yeah, that's, yeah. All right, Dan. Well, you that's made it awesome, through. Man. It was a long one today, man. I appreciate you sitting I'm here for it. it, man. Yo, Y'all we'd love best. to have you back on if you want to come back on in the near future. You're it a good time. You know your stuff. You're fact checking. You're a cognitive listener. Like, you're everything you want on the podcast. Appreciate that. a really, really fun time. Why do put
2: Bill Russell ahead of Wilt, man? I'm actually yeah. <laughs> thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. Do it, man. You see I'm the light. I'm
0: thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all just need to give Arvidas Sabonis <laughs> some more respect. Uh, wah, wah. Listen, listen. Action Bronson <laughs> has the best bar about Arvidas Sabonis. <laughs> yeah, will look it up. <laughs> All right, go go, look that up. But, uh, yeah, as always, guys, thanks for checking out the podcast. Uh, check us out at the number5toolsportspodcast.com. We just put an episode up of the football show the day before this one's going to be posted. So go look at that. We talk about all the stuff that happened in Week 17 in the NFL, and also check out me and Brandon's from Football Scout 365's content. We're making some YouTube videos about the up and coming prospects for the NFL draft next year. We know everyone in Dynasty that's gotten out are going to be looking at the players that they want to look at the draft next year, and uh, we're getting that content out to you with highlights, breaking down films, some great stuff to look at. So go check that out, footballscout365.com, also on YouTube, footballscout365. Dan, do you have anything you want to plug before you we get on?
3: If anybody wants to join the Fantasy Basketball League that we're going to be in next year, Yo, hit, hit us up.
0: I'm, I'm telling Melvin that you to some, join that.
3: We're starting year. a brand new one. It's going to be brand fun. New one. It's, it's going to be the best the Fantasy Basketball League you've ever been in. We, <laughs> should, we, we should make
0: it all digital. People have, people have to post videos, talk a mess. Yo, that, yeah, that, that's, exactly. that's, actually, that's actually pretty
2: awesome. That's a good it's idea. Pretty fun.
0: All right, y'all, but thanks for tuning in. Dan, you the man. Sure and uh, for us over here, me, Mel, we out. One love. Ladies and gentlemen, you are entering the realm of.
1: Five, two, three,